Hey everybody, welcome to episode 70 of the Bonehead Podcast, where we talk all things Blood Bowl. Welcome back. I'm Ben, and normally I'd be joined by Bloodtide Ben. However, Bloodtide Ben is a little bit busy today, so we've uh, we've upgraded, or you know, we've kind of upgraded one for two at least. A two for one, you can't beat. We're joined by both Sam Frenzy Garner and Miltonio Banderas. We can see Sam here. He's taken the the uh, the place of host and is looking very metal today. <laughs> okay. uh, Maybe not an upgrade. Maybe it's a side grade. Oh, I don't know. I mean, we've gone from Ben's um, Luftwaffe haircut to a full-on <laughs> Viking haircut. I like it. And uh, you guys will see if you're on the YouTube side or if you are joining us live on the Patreon feed. Hey, everybody on Patreon. Thank you very much for joining us. Please chuck questions in as we go. <laughs> Paul says almost professional. Paul, you know too much. We've got Milton. Milton does not have a face today. He is represented by his, uh, I want to say spirit animal. But I think the orcs, their spirit animal is Milton. We've got Milton and he's above us. Milton, how are you today? Yeah, I'm doing good. Thanks, Ben. Cool, cool, cool. So, dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to talk about the Blood Bowl 3 beta, which they have fixed. So uh, what we're going to do is we'll do the usual. We'll have a look at some news. We'll have a look at some hobby bits. Then we'll talk Blood Bowl 3 beta. And then because we've got a tournament coming up in not very long now at all. Three weeks Saturday? Four weeks, three weeks Saturday, we've got uh, our first tournament of the year, and hopefully you guys are both coming. So what we can do is we can have a look at the build, we can chat some rosters, and we can just gush excitedly about tournaments that are coming up. So we will be right back. And we're back. So Blood Bowl news, we actually have some straight up Blood Bowl news, and it involves Milton some dice. So, um, Milton, how many of the different dice sets have you actually got already? Well, it's easier to say how many I don't have. Um, Hit us with the I'm list. only missing two. Really? So I'm only missing the Undead and the Dark Elf ones. I've got everything else. Man. That... And some duplicates of some. <laughs> there is a Facebook... I know you're a massive Facebook fan, but there is a Facebook group called the Dice Collectors and Co. I think it's run by Rob, actually from north wales okay. club and um yeah if you want to swap some dice that's the place to be anyway um we have got a re-release of pitch at some new dice for lizards so it's the old lizards pit well not really old is it what was it was this last week year or was it before the apocalypse the lizard man uh, that must have been yeah, it was last year i think oh man it's crazy I, I thought it was before before um yeah yeah, we had... No, it must have been before. I remember yeah. Ian playing with it, so it must have been before. We had yeah. the Ogres land a little bit before Christmas, before the world ended, didn't we? Because we, they didn't quite make it in time for Hangover Bowl. No, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Um, so we've got the Lizardman pitch, which I think one of our guys in chat said is very useful for Amazons. Uh, that's, like you said, what Ian picked it up for. And it was an absolute pain to get hold of when it was released it was it it sold out like we order everything from entoyment for the show and um they just didn't get sent enough they just didn't get sent any it was the start this was the start of like uh all the carnage that's happened 
like with Indomitus and all that kind of stuff. I think the Lizardman pitch was the first one because everyone was like finding them um, like at double price in random game shops in like the West Country and stuff. And it really worked out. Um, I mean, I guess I might have as many pitches as, as Milton has dice now. But I, I use that as a tournament excuse. So I'm like, well, you know, got to get it and got to, you know, do a, a, a you know, a, an unboxing, a review, and then it'll be useful for tournaments. And then I'll just go in the pile. Um, I mean, Sam, you joined Blood Bowl two years ago now? Kind of got back uh, in? Yeah. So how many of these pictures have you picked up? Uh, so I'm not, I'm not a massive hobby bling kind of guy. Um, I've literally got the the 2016 box pitch, the 2020 box pitch, and then I picked up the sevens one as well that came out. And that's it. Um, I'm not. If I've got a pitch to play on, I'm happy. You know, yep. if I've got to build the pitch out of like cereal boxes, I'll do that. But it doesn't doesn't phase me. <laughs> uh, I'd like to see that. Oh yeah, well yeah, we go well with that Kickstarter from a few months ago. Um... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, so the Lizardman pitch it's being re-released now this landed and very much like some of those dice you can't get hold of Milton just sold out and then became like big RRP boosts for them to re-release it now is kind of I don't know how do you guys feel about that and it's going to come with the smaller dugouts as well well I was about to say that the uh, the smaller dugouts are a change aren't they so it's not quite a re-release although obviously the pitch itself is um I mean, great. I think I think the fact that they were like, like you say, you know, a lot of people that wanted these pitches didn't get the opportunity to the first time around. Um, so it's a, it's a fantastic opportunity for them to get hold of it. I actually prefer the smaller dugouts. I think they're far more practical. So I think this is an upgrade, if anything. Yeah, I was quite a big fan of the of the little dugouts. I mean, it, the old ones were quite big, so having that extra bit of space was pretty useful. Um, but I think I think. We see a lot of people just use their own little mats um, for things, and they do some cool secondhand dugouts and stuff out there as well. Like, there's a, a bunch of cool mouse mat sized ones from uh, Chaos Arts, Chaos Factory. Um, that's that's a pretty cool idea, and actually something we could do relatively easily. Anyway, so we've got the Lizardman team pack, the Lizardman pitch, and these cool new dice, which I think are probably going into Milton's basket. That's going straight in his basket. Maybe even two. They're really good. <laughs> they are good. So they are kind like of the gold. Yeah. Uh, yeah, goldy brown with light, light Real. blue. Yeah. And I think mm. that works really well. I think that will look pretty good on camera, maybe. Yeah, it, it stands out quite a bit. And actually, again, you know, I think they're a great set of dice for like an Amazon player as well. They're not the um the six on the on the D six doesn't look too specific to lizard man it looks a bit more like aztec yeah it's it's lustrian it's got that yeah, it's got that, got that jungly vibe so yeah this is uh this will be going for pre-order on saturday then i think we'll see this be direct to shop uh like the rest of the stuff that has been out recently all the other pitches like when they did the halflings and stuff like that there was all just um no shop it was just games workshop only so yeah third party places may not be able to get hold of this so if you can order through your friendly local gaming store uh order through entoyment if you're in the uk and they support us um but i'm not sure if you're gonna be able to get hold of it that way around um so that's our blood bowl from games workshop and 
there is really only one other bit kicking around at the moment, uh, which is the skill rings for fantasy football. Now, I did a little video review of these um, because uh, Enrico was nice enough to send a, a few files to test print. And once I'd finished messing up the printing, um, because I am over eager, shall we say, I get a bit excited. Uh, I actually printed a bunch of these out. I edited them to add magnets because everything is better with magnets. And I've got to say, guys, I am a big fan of these. Um, they've they've basically got four slots all the way around, so it clips onto the base, and it it's they're tight enough so that they can just pop onto the base, and it stays on, and then you have to put your thumb through the hole of the bottom to pop it off again, and it it works beautifully. But they've got four little slots for up to four or eight skills and you can see on the actual kickstarter page they've got like block dodge jump up mighty blow i genuinely think this is going to be so useful for tournaments like i mean milton you were talking about loom bands earlier which is kind of like the old school tournament go to and sam i think when we played our game we had a little chat about loom bands uh when we played the Um, fumble game i think i'm sure it came up well, the reason I was talking about the loom bands, and and we'll come to this in a bit, is um, I'm I I've never really ne- had a need for skill rings because I just give everything block anyway. So, um, <laughs> yeah. um, but I've got a tournament I'm coming up to attend, which we can talk about in a bit. Absolutely. And there's an escalation on the skills, which means I'm going to definitely need to mark my players in some way, and so I've started looking into skill ring. Um, yeah, these look great. These are definitely a consideration. The one thing that has, like, for me is I'm also looking at getting some, like, face plates. Of course, if you get the plates for the bases, I'm not sure how these are going to gel too well with them. That is a very good point. So I've got the, uh, I've used, like, little number plates for the dwarves from Grebo. They don't work with this. Um, they don't work with this at all. So, yeah, I think that's a, that's a really good shout out actually um but if you use transfers or anything like that it works okay in which case yeah then loom bands or i think um i think maybe um is it charlie Char- maybe charlie victor does some like skill rings that go around it but loom bands or uh, elastic bands is, is is a very reasonable way to do it i think um i think these these look great i mean they're very clear um, sometimes it's quite difficult, I think, with the skill rings to get all of the information you want on them, and I think there's a lot of room, a lot of space to to get what you need on these. So um, I have yet to really get very many really players to survive long enough to yeah. have more than kind of three skills. So you can have the <laughs> uh, you can have the number at the front and then three skills around the side. I think for especially for like a tournament, you're not often first of all going to have that many skills, and secondly, most rule sets stop you from stacking um too high but anyway it's a cool kickstarter it is stl only so i had a few people say actually there's some on etsy that you can get printed straight off the bat and absolutely what this is is for 22 pounds is every skill and some base plates that have uh, positional names and numbers and stuff like that so this is like a couple of you in your club who've got 3d printers like Sam's brothers now got one, and uh, you know you've just you've just got it sorted. Like, oh, cool, your guy leveled up. What did he get? Block. Yeah, cool. Uh, we'll print out one. Or actually, because they are so small, I've just got a little Plano tray full of these little skill things. Here you go, mate. Here's the block one. Paint it up next week. Paint it up ready for next week. And I can just see it being really effective. Uh, at least I'm hoping to bust this out and wobble as we go because it might be useful. But hey, 
when it comes to league, you've got numbers, haven't you? So it's not, it's not, you've got numbers and the incremental skills makes it slightly easier, I think. For tournaments where you're going game, 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 I guess that skill visibility is kind of better. I, I just, I think it's great for your, for your opponent too, you know, because yeah. you, you don't want to be in that situation where people are asking questions, particularly with like new players. I was going to say these guys get uh, bonus points for the subtitle. I've just seen it. This <laughs> is one ring to skill them all. <laughs> yeah, one ring to bring them all, and with Nuffle's blessing, hit them. I know it's cool. Enrico's a really nice guy as well. Um, I'm really pleased they've smashed their goal. Three thousand one hundred fifty-six against three forty-four. Yes, it's not physical. Yes, you don't need them. But if you are the kind of player that likes to have this kind of stuff or just have it accessible, it's really solid. Um, yeah. It's really, really, really solid. Right, I think that is everything for Blood Bowl news. So we'll take a quick break, be back for hobby. Then it's the big boy, Blood Bowl 3. So we got chatting in between the little break and we were talking about Cursed City. Um, and uh, Sam was surprised to find out that Milton actually didn't want to buy it all along. He said, don't mention Cursed City because Milton likes to point out that Cursed <laughs> City is dead um, wherever he can. And it's <laughs> it's really quite funny. But I do have a question for both of you guys. What do you think to the new AOS releases? I know this isn't Blood Bowl, but normally when an AOS release comes out, there's potential for Blood Bowl. But the new AOS box... Is it going to be as disastrous as Cursed City and uh, Indomitus? What do we think? I reckon. I reckon we'll see shortages again. Um, Indomitus style. What do you reckon, Milton? I'm not sure. I think like people are really quite split about the contents of the box, aren't they? I know there's a lot of people that aren't massively new fan, like fans of the new looking orcs, um, and Stormcast haven't particularly gone very popular since uh, AOS's conception. I know these new ones have a bit of a nicer aesthetic to them, but I'm, I'm not entirely convinced that people are going to rush out and grab it desperately. I feel like AOS just kind of follows the rules. But what made me think of this is um, we were talking about the Lizardman team and the Lizardman pitch, and the, that was like one of the first shortages that third parties had. It was the very first time Pete was like, guys, I cannot get you one copy i can't get a single copy <laughs> um and we've had like 20 people order one and then it went to indomitus and indomitus was a proper charlie foxtrot absolute disaster then they i feel like it was all right for a bit i feel like they had difficulties with the sisters box i don't think anybody had any difficulties with any of the blood bowl stuff then blood bowl 2020 landed and there was genuine FOMO. There was genuine like terror out there that they wouldn't have the copies. Um, and I think I don't think they actually had any problems. But I remember like right, I need to order one from Games Workshop, one from Entoyment because I really need to get this copy. Really need to get the game. Um, glad I did that because I got the BB3 key and uh, just had it in a box. <laughs> so when so when the BB3 thing landed the other week, I was like, ah, oh, actually, I have a key for this. Um, and then we gave away um, the, the copy of the game for a competition i can't remember what we did um but yeah the box uh milton was just saying no i didn't bother getting involved with the curse city thing that's how i'm feeling about the aos stuff i'm quite excited to see how the game changes and everything um because it's so flipping popular it's like proper mainstream and um i'm just gonna watch this one burn from the outside i think 
Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I'm not too fussed about grabbing it. Um, I'm quite relaxed about it. With it, anyway, like the the big games especially, I'll wait a year or so, and then there'll be a some sort of um, update that that brings all the rules in line. Is that, that kind of business? Is that how you feel about um, actual video games as well? Um, yeah, I mean, so whenever there's a new release that gets like hyped, like big hyped, I I hang back, wait for the release watch everyone cry about how buggy it is and how much of a mess it is and then you know when steam puts it on sale 50 percent later on and all the bugs are fixed I'm, i'll snap it up <laughs> is that what you think is going to happen with bb3 uh, do you want me to hang on about that yeah, all right until, we'll come back we'll come back to that then? one we'll come back to that one there <laughs> <laughs> but what we can do though is talk about hobby guys hobby and games um so sam what have you been hobbying um so i haven't touched much uh games workshop stuff don't shoot me that's um, fine i picked up first a single core box then a second core box for star wars legion and it's been actually really good the game's really good fun i've had a couple of a uh, couple of decent matches with um my other half and just really good fun painting them it does look cool the minis do look cool the only thing i will say is their bases look proper thick like they look like they're like five six mil high um they are the bases are quite tall is I that mean, is that because they've got like movement things that click into them yeah so uh everything has a movement and it's one two or three and then you have three separate movement tools with like an elbow in the middle and they have a cutout at one end so the idea is you you slot that cutout onto the mini and then you can use the elbow to turn um the direction it's uh i really like it it's dead simple as well everything has its own colored die that it uses with different kind of hit ratios so there's no uh like weapon skill ballistic skill kind of thing yeah it does look really cool. The the like X wing movement gauges are quite interesting. But if it if it saves, oh, if it saves the old Games Workshop rage of that's more than forty five degrees, you can't charge me. Like then it's definitely because I know you're a Warhammer sixth edition player, and you got <laughs> to experience the angle wars, like uh, yep. full on thing. I think Milton, you from that era of Warhammer as well, aren't you? Um, I played a little bit of it, not enough to really uh, comment too much about it. <laughs> anyway, so Sam's been absolutely smashing out of the park with Star Wars gear. Milton, I know you've got a lot going on at the moment. What are you what you've been put? What you've been doing in your hobby time? I probably it's probably the best way to to ask that question. Well, I, I had planned on doing my undead team, painting them up. Um, got a little bit more done but i've just not had enough time with everything else going on but um i have been working on a star player for the uh the tournament coming up i'm uh, making a, an orc proxy for uh helmet wolf called helmet the wolf <laughs> um, is this um, is this using the sorry no, is this using the mercenary rules from uh death zone no, no, he's just he's just gonna be helmet helmet wolf. Oh uh, right, he's an orc. Oh, I'm kind of going about down a bit of a thematic route where my coach is just gonna try and convince the other coaches that he's hired helmet wolf, but it's actually an orc because <laughs> they're that stupid, right? 
<laughs> I think dude um, with chainsaw is dude with chainsaw. Yeah, yeah, that's basically it. It's a it's a chainsaw org for uh, for filling up my roster for the tournament. Oh, I like that. I think um, you, you were joking that, about that, other stuff. Were you joking about doing like uh, the other stars in the uh, guise of orcs dressing up? Yeah, I'm going ahead with that. I'm going to have um, <laughs> Grok, the uh, the big orc, and uh, Grumbleberry, the uh, the goblin. Instead I, of, uh... I think that's <laughs> a really good thing, and I think that's a really good thing about having the star player pool be so open to so many teams. Yeah. Is that there's a ton of modeling opportunities. Like if you if you if you're flipping running lizardmen, right, or dwarves, you can get a dwarf looking ogre, or a, you can print a dwarf looking giant, um, and you know have like a little mini dwarf. Uh, someone in the patron chat earlier said second edition dwarves as halflings. Actually, you can get a second edition dwarf and a dwarf looking ogre, and boom, you're in fact I've got yeah. a got a uh, a large printed punga one here but not giant large just ogre large and yeah grack and crumbleberry or i don't know what would be uh what would be dwarf but you know carazzleberry but yeah it's you're all set to go <laughs> <laughs> uh tyler was just asking when does the uh lizardman stuff drop it doesn't go on pre-order till saturday saturday is today as the podcast is coming out so if you are up for it and you want them, go get them on pre-order. Um, I do like they are bringing them all out again. So we've had a bit of star player building. We've had a bit of Star Wars building. I have been painting for the YouTube still and just going through some stuff. I did um, get the little gap in the 3D printing stuff because all of the I finally printed the Dwarf Blitzers for uh, from the Punga things for the competition winners. So they'll be going out this weekend. And I printed a Battlefleet Gothic Orc ship because it came out and just gorgeous. Like, it's nice to have a little bit of a palette cleanser. Like it's it's cool to focus on a project, but it's always nice to just break away. So Sam, you're probably loving just randomly dropping into Star Wars. Like Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the same thing with the uh, badges as well. Oh yeah, the I forgot about battle badges. Yeah. Haven't seen that at the club yet. Haven't seen it be played. But we've got Warcry. It seems pretty popular as well. Yeah, we, we did badges. I think it was last week, actually. Um, ah. Rich Saxby took me for a spin. It was good fun. <laughs> and his badger mauled everyone, didn't it? His badger is nasty. Um, <laughs> I won just about, but I couldn't hurt it. Ah. So just playing keep away, really. It is blooming lovely getting back to club and getting some games on the go. So, games-wise, Sam, you've had at least one game of Battle Badgers. What else have you been playing? Um, I actually had a couple of games of AOS. Uh, my brothers came down and we we got a, a, a game of AOS in each. Loads of Curse City um, been playing. Yeah. Um, so you've been crushing it on Wars. your two weeks, man. Yeah, I mean, it's Curse City's right because uh, my other half, Sophie, she doesn't really care for tabletop war games, but board games she she loves, and that straddles that line. It's it's and it's easy to play. Milton, he mentioned Curse City. Where were you? <laughs> Where were you? <laughs> Sorry, what was that? I'm not familiar with that game. I don't know what that. <laughs> there it is. Such, such a burn. Uh, right, games-wise, Milton. I know you've had at least one fumble game this week. How did yeah, that go? I've had a fumble game. Uh, that went well. That is possibly the craziest game of Blood Bowl I've ever played. I mean, that was 
bizarre. So it was our semi-final game for our Fumble League. We've got secret teams um, on the go. It was me versus Bloodhive. Um, I'm running Sons of Stromfells, and he's running a Wear team, and it was really, really bloody. I think there were 17 players <laughs> off the pitch by the final <laughs> turn. Oh, um, casualties on both sides. Um, yeah, absolutely insane. But I managed to clinch the win 1 0. And I've got to say, like, Ben played really well. I think he just got seriously unlucky. I think it was like turn three or something. He did a go for it with a werewolf that was carrying the ball into the end zone and the werewolf tripped over and knocked himself out and dropped the ball and then it just swung the other way. Man. <laughs> and from there on in, it just went sort of really against him. But I mean, he, like, I, to be fair, I, I fought tooth and nail to bring it back because um, I had hardly any players left. And yeah, I think turn 16, I think I had three or four guys and he had about three or four guys left. Are you back if up that... to your shark quota now or are you stuck at three? No, I'm I'm at three. I think um, for the final, um, Ian is intentionally going to starve me out of being able to... Uh... Well, I'm, I've got four on the roster. One of them's MNG. So... Uh, can't afford another um... one. I, I can't afford another one. I managed. I got very lucky because my winnings on that game were six, and I, it put me just enough to buy another shark. Um, and so, uh, yeah, I'm, it's going to be a three shark game if Ian doesn't buy anything, and I'm not going to get any inducements. But I've beaten him before, and uh, I'm not going to. That is that is gonna, true. Uh, that is yeah. true. So give up without a fight. And I missed that match, so that sounded like an absolute bloodbath. Absolutely crazy. I was at work, and I but... kept like seeing the little updates come through, and uh, yeah, man, that's absolutely crazy. So that's what you want, though, in the finals, is a really close game. Um, yeah, I think I think Ben, like you know, despite the loss, also like really appreciated how crazy the game was, and as it progressed, like well into the second half, like even though we had so few players on the pitch, because normally when there's that few players, your turns are taking a few seconds because you're not <laughs> yeah. really having to think about what's happening. In this instance, it was the complete opposite. It became like a seriously difficult game of chess and all the positioning was the most important thing about the whole thing. At that point, though, everything, everything matters. Now, thanks to Mr. Garner, I just bottomed out of the finals on a two-game losing streak starting... With your flipping rugby boys, mate. Yeah, um, that was that was a weird game, wasn't it? That was. Yeah, that's, that, that game's on the on the channel, isn't it? It is. Yeah, our fumble matches on there between Sam's yeah. Talabek Troubadours and the uh, Marienburg Minotaurs. And uh, yeah, what was the, it? Was one one nil in the end, wasn't it? One nil, I think it was. Yeah, yeah. absolute opposite of uh, Milton's semi-final because there wasn't a single casualty, or, or I don't think it was even a knockout, really, was there? I think I got. I got away with it massively. It's really interesting though because we had like two different kind of spectrums of teams there. Like uh, Milton with the Sharks and their Strength Five Frenzy Claw, and then uh, Blood Tithe with his four werewolves, two werebears. You know, Claw 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 Frenzy Frenzy, mm. and then as us with our like, yeah, we've got about six guys with block between us. It's going to be great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Dump Off is really fun as a skill. 
that 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 rugby team where everybody's got nerves of steel and dump off this is old rules so it's just a cheeky three plus yeah. quick pass into places it just means you you, you have to base everybody everyone yeah. and it doesn't matter on a three plus three plus they're getting away out there and it's been really cool i mean uh trips also ran the team and was a hundred percent done with them at the end of the league how are you feeling about the rugby boys and the four uh, nations team so- the first half of the, the league, I was done with them. I couldn't get them to work. They had no combat skills or anything like that. Once they got a bit of development, um, they were able to play a bit better. And the thing is, when dump-off goes well, it, it works. Yeah. When it doesn't go well, it, it really it puts you in a bad spot. And it's only a 3-plus, you know? Well, 3-plus then 3-plus, like you said. Um. But I'm still fuming about that. I forgot to stand up that winger <laughs> at the end of that match. Yeah, you still won. Like, <laughs> yeah, know, it would have been it would have been two nil actually at that point, wouldn't it? Yeah I, yeah, I was so excited about finally getting to use hail mary pass for the first time in my life, and I had a winger out ready to receive it. I forgot to stand up a man to mark you. Yeah. yeah cleared that ball out and just saved it that could have been that could have been that could have been into overtime if that didn't go that yeah. way so i think that's uh that was good it was a great game and then uh, i still managed to get into the finals and then just had a horrible game against ian and his pirate dwarves it, it was just he played really well uh i don't feel like i made too many mistakes it just every important role was no good and i finally saved up enough to buy the ogre and it just boneheaded like <laughs> three or four times and double scold at least once. And it was just, ah. Right. I, I only chewed in for the second half. And so I watched you score quickly on the return. And then. Yeah, that I managed ogre, to equalise. Bone- yeah. Like, yeah. That ogre, I watched him bonehead twice and then double skull and stun himself. And I was like, well, that's four turns that he's yeah. done less than nothing, you know? I was. It was. It was, um, it was just really unfortunate. I think you played very well considering the uh, it, the it, roles. It got uh, it got murdery quite quickly, but I was expecting that. So I had a bench, had fourteen, including an ogre, and I was like, "This is going to be, this is going to be a battle." Like there are, you know, this, there are going to be people dying here, um, and that was the case. I had seven people out, I think, by the end of the game, and it was just, I just couldn't couldn't get a break but carried on playing it was a really tight game and it was a last turn score kind of situation i equalized quite capably and i was like right okay they've made a game of this now um but just couldn't stand up against all that strength and this entire league has genuinely made me um i am a hundred percent of the opinion that i prefer the league rules in 2020 now yeah uh, yeah yeah they are good Bold statement. Uh, well, I know it's a little bit controversial, but, you know, Ian had one dude and that one dude randomly got a strength up uh, yeah. for for no reason. He just rolled well. Uh, he just rolled, a, just rolled a 66 and then he had a strength four sure hands block piece. And it was kind of like, oh, I, I don't like that. Um, are you, um, you going to be sad that, that you'll probably never see a strength up player ever again because i don't think anyone's ever going to save up the points for one do you know what i'm not sad about that <laughs> I'm, I'm not sad about it like it was cool when you rolled a snotling or a goblin and they got strength up or edge up and became something really special but um like that was really cool 
And I think we'll still see stuff from that with the random skills. Like, if a goblin gets to six, you take a random general and maybe you get something cool. Well, I actually uh, I disagree with you there, Sam, a little bit, because I think it really depends on the league that you're playing in. I know that um, some leagues have teams with really high TV. You know, they're yeah. really developed teams. I know that Wobble, we... We have a slightly uh, lower threshold, and people like to start new teams, and and you see a lot of a lot of um, sort of between well, sort of between a mil, one point two, yeah, kind of kind of level, maybe a little bit more than that, but you don't you don't see much past that. I think teams, uh, sorry, leagues that keep their players and stuff, you'll definitely see someone who's developing a particular player take those stat ups where you know, that extra agility bonus or that extra strength bonus is definitely worth it. I think it's very yeah. environmental. Well, I think, I think BB3 right. is going to help help with that. Yeah, it's yeah, faster to knock out a team on BB3, isn't it? You can really develop them quicker. That's it. And um, when it comes to tabletop, playing one, I don't know, let's say you have a good stretch. It's probably three games a month is probably a good stretch, you know? Yeah. Um you can play three games a night on BB3, so you can farm your team up and you can afford to not take it. But when it comes to a tabletop, if it's like, oh, I played my game and now I'm going to play my next game in two weeks, do I want to take a skill up on this guy or do I want to save until 2024? No, you just just take the skill. Just take the skill at yeah. that point. Uh, but I get what you say, Milton, and you're not wrong. Like, And I think that playing online is going to... That's when we're going to see potentially it flip-flop and be worse uh, because yeah. being able to save up for a double every single time means that in a competitive online format, every ogre is going to have block because it can, because it's just a matter of waiting. It's just a matter of farming those SPP and playing and grinding and grinding yeah, and grinding. Definitely. And I believe you two are veterans from the MMO wars. So you're, you know, you know, you, you can, you can, when you're on a PC gaming, you can grind like a boss, uh, whether it's for XPP, SPP, or um, Bitcoin. You can you can you can farm, and I think that's what we'll see with some big guys. And I think we'll see some perfect teams out there. Um, mm, yeah, definitely. I mean, I I tried briefly playing an online league on BB2, and it was already developed. So with my fresh Lizardman team. My first match was against um, Chaos, who all had Claw Pile on Mighty Blow. Um, and that's game, you know? <laughs> like I might as well just re-roll a team at that point. Yeah, that's difficult. Yeah. There's, there's, think... not, there's not enough inducements in the world that's going to help you overcome that, is there? Well, on the other not side, I do think that the inducements are better in 2020. Your stars are cheaper, okay. and they are significantly better. So we'll go yeah, off, off, off topic ever so slightly, but we've started to see loads of tournaments being played now. And um, I got a message from, I can't remember their name, really sorry, but we're talking about the, there was a Dutch game played and there's the all uh, all teams viable format, which is where they break the teams down into six tiers and they do a complicated thing involving gold bars where you can change them for skills or change them for gold. It, it's a way of limiting and adjusting different teams. It, it's basically a six tier system instead of the three. And, um, Top six, was it? Top six was all of them had hack phlegm, or like seven in the top eight had hack phlegm in it. Wow. And it was just like, and this chaos team, and this these two corn teams, this chaos dwarf team <laughs> was just like, uh, we're playing in a hack phlegm meta here. And wow. 
it's it there are going to be some some times where that that team value element is going to hurt you because at some point if you're playing a a young team, I don't know, 1100 TV and you're going up against a 1400 TV, what you're really kind of doing is playing in a 1400 TV tournament with no skills. Which point, it's all stars and wizards and uh, I don't know, I think I think the stars are going to help pull out wins more in this edition than they did in the old one because they got better and they got cheaper and they all got superpowers as well. They all got a feat yeah, from War Machine. They're definitely more appealing than they ever used to be. Yeah, Doran Tootin. Um, cool, yeah, so got some Fumble on the go and got some BB3 on the go. So, guys, if there's no other hobby bits, let's take a very quick break and we'll be back to talk about the wonder of the Blood Bowl 3 beta. Okay, so Blood Bowl 3. Uh, Blood Bowl 3 was supposed to come out in August this year, I think, so we've kind of been expecting the beta, but all of a sudden, the closed beta just dropped, didn't it? It was like, hey guys, by the way, next Wednesday or whatever it was, uh, the, the closed beta is going to start, so sign up now. You've got three days to sign up, something like that. So we are here to talk about this. We've got Sam, we've got Milton, who are veteran PC gamers and Blood Bowlers now, and actually... I think you're both involved in IT enough to uh, understand what beta it means and how they work. So, we've seen it, we've played around on it, and they are working really hard to make it better. Sam, I mean, what were your first impressions? And uh, they were going to be incredibly honest during this process as well. We are going to be positive because there is a ton to be positive about, but we're also yep. going to stick with uh, the, blood, the the bonehead thing, which is to be straight up and honest about this so sam first impressions you downloaded the game you typed in the 75 digit code <laughs> so i uh i got my code with the box game and and uh got the key uploaded the key to steam months ago when when the box game came out but then like you said it the beta went live and i i was doing something that day i can't, I can't remember what it was so I managed to log on. I think it was our game, actually. Was it our game? I think it might have been, actually. I, I delayed I delayed you. So I, I logged on later, and it was late in the evening. To be honest, I didn't play it. I, I got as far as creating my roster, and um, the, roster, the roster builder is was clunky, <laughs> really clunky. And because it was late, and I was tired from our match and that, and I was just like, I can't even begin to build a team now and switched it off and didn't come back till the next day. Um, when came back, finally pushed myself through the, the roster builder to create a team. <laughs> Started my first match and I only got eight, eight turns in, I think it was. If we're being brutally honest, I didn't enjoy it. Um, just because it looks great, but the AI kept doing weird things. Um, it kept trying to two die uphill block me with goblins <laughs> and it kept wasting its blitz by like, it declared a blitz with a troll who was on the center square ran the troll forward and then didn't block with him i couldn't work out what it was doing just, it was, just uh, showboating at that point it was so bizarre and uh, it was honestly like playing against someone who didn't know how to play the game but and really didn't know how to play the game <laughs> really yeah like i understood how things mechanically worked but didn't really know how to formulate a game plan it did um, yeah the ai does feel like a drunk computer 
um, yeah. I think is probably a good way to say it. Now, Milton, I know you've come prepared here with a proper QA list. Um, does mm. the does the mm. team builder feature on your list? Um, yeah, it does. I mean, I was well, still am very excited about this game. I mean, we've been we've known about it for ages. We've known about it since. Well, even before the uh, the 2020 release, right? Because there were rumours that Blood Bowl three was being made, and um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there was a Twitter leak, wasn't there? Um, yeah, and then that got like dropped, didn't it? It got leaked before 2020 was dropped, and then yeah. so it's been a while. It's been a long while that we've been kind of um, anticipating it, and you know, I really enjoyed Blood Bowl two. I enjoyed the the original game as well, um, and so I was really excited for this um i did not get a beta key in a box i had to wait for my email to come through and actually i was having quite a bad day when it came through and i was uh kind of lifted my mood a bit the fact that i was going <laughs> to get my hands on it and give it a try so uh and then he tried to build it no team. i was uh <laughs> yeah well actually you know what? i'm going to start with a really positive thing i think the ui like the interface the design of the interface is really clean like it's really nice it's really well presented I think like the the colors and the styling and stuff they've used is great, but yeah, much like Sam, I, I came up against the team builder. I hit that wall of it's well, I broke it. I broke the game. Um, <laughs> clicked the button too fast, and then it all kind of just went not right, and I had to back out of it and come back to it. Um, yeah, yeah. I I think they need to focus down on that. I think you know. When you're building a team, a starting team or whatever, you don't really need to spend masses of time analyzing the players' skills and stuff. Once you've read it once, that's it. You know, you just want to keep clicking it and I, adding I it agree. Or just, just the plus uh, button or something. Just go watch YouTube um, for for the team builds. <laughs> Quick plug. But um, now the cool thing is that is a oh, it's basically an infinitely fixable thing isn't it and they've done a really good job with the kind of um well whether it's a really good job they've done a job and i think it's positive with the uh recommended builds like because it even is not only does it say do you want us to build your roster for you but it says pick from one of these options now there's only like yeah medium or something at the moment but it does mean that they can have preset teams which is going to be really useful for the nobility because i you know there's going to be an ogre build and a non-ogre build those are basically the two ones and i was really impressed because i i clicked one of them and it was either it was the nobility one and it gave me the lineup i wanted which was two blitzers two throwers four bodyguards two rerolls like it just gave me the proper lineup when i clicked on the auto thing um sadly it put two bodyguards right down the bottom and two bodyguards like in the middle which really upset me so like play, <laughs> player four and five was a bodyguard and then players 11 and 10 were bodyguards and i was like who is who is making this team but outside of um my ocd when it comes to numbering players um the big guys should be number one or 16 by the way that's 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 straight up the only way to do it um <laughs> outside of that i thought it was it, it's gonna be fine they're gonna be able to fix that real quick and i really did like the color chooser and I, I, as a as a thing i mean having the little mini palette and eight different pages to scroll through to determine which of the exactly the same but differently named games workshop colors are difficult uh it, it may be less than ideal but it was wicked to choose your primary your secondary your tertiary color to choose through the classic blood bowl 2 team logos which i thought was quite funny where you're going through and building your actual team look 
Um, I really enjoyed that. It, it, that meant, it meant I could put the Marienburg Minotaurs in there. It meant I could build the uh, the Black Mountain Buccaneers as well. Got my mug. And uh, it was it was cool. I liked that. I liked that a lot. I know it's not amazing. And I know it's not like groundbreaking. But I liked it. It was better than just clicking left or right to find out what kind of atrocious colour scheme someone thought would be worth the lols on Blood Bowl 2. Um, you can kind of paint the models a little bit like, actually quite a lot bit like your tabletop things. And given that the sprites are as close to the models as I think you could get, it's pretty cool to see your tabletop team. It's like when, was it Dawn of War when it first landed and you could just spend ages customizing your chapter to make it look as badly yeah. painted as yours? Yeah. You know? Oh, I spent so much time <laughs> in that. Yeah, and that's going to be awesome for online play. I really yeah. do think. I know it's a tiny thing and I know that there's going to be DLC and custom sparkles and you're going to play against the shiny halfling team because they know that the money's there. But you know what? That's cool. That is cool. That's one of the things of video games you can't do on tabletop. You get one team on tabletop, you build it, you're done with it, then you buy another team. And you know what? This is cool, and you can try out paint schemes for your miniatures on Blood Bowl 3. That is going to be incredibly helpful for Blood Bowl players. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't actually see this uh, um, this team painter myself. I haven't had a look at it. I didn't know it was there. (laughs) <laughs> sorry guys i've got two comments here from poppers uh, uh first of all ai has always been pretty awful in the blood bowl games yes it has useful to try out tactics and get your teams leveled up quickly the second one was how many oranges do you get you legitimately get like six different oranges and half of them are named red uh so you know it's good uh <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's brilliant you do get some oranges it's pretty cool pretty cool sorry sam you were saying well- um, yes, I didn't even realise there was an army painter there. I will say the the, the models, the, the uh, 3D models are beautiful. I mean, you've got them in the background uh, here, is it? Yeah, nicely done. <laughs> Getting some green screen <laughs> on the go. That's wicked. Um, they look fantastic. Like you said, they, they look like the tabletop miniatures as close as you can get. I, if I'd known that there was an army painter a la Dawn of War, yep. I would have probably sunk it double the amount of time into the game <laughs> just painting models. <laughs> so I think, and I'm going to be incredibly positive here, they've done such a good job with the sprites that when you are playing nobility, you will struggle to figure out who is who. They've got it that right. I was impressed. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, great, I've got eight blitzers. No, you don't. Uh, and that, I think, is a very accurate representation of the tabletop experience when you're playing the nobility team. So you get extra points there, Blood Bowl 3, for unnecessary accuracy in that one. <laughs> so, Milton, as yeah, you are was... the, the list bringer... Um, yeah, I mean, that, that was actually top of my list. It's just the fact that the, mod- the models in the game are so close and accurate i mean they've got they've got the kind of own take on it you know like it's it's it is very similar to the tabletop but it's kind of got its own style going on and i really like that i can really appreciate that so um that's great it's got a little slim fast style hasn't it um i'll address the ai thing because actually um i I had the same experience well i've had all of the games i played with it i've had the same experience that sam had where um the AI is just I, I 
every single game I played with the Black Orcs against the AI, I have either pitch cleared or left them with one guy. Um, because they too tight, they 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 they've been um, sorting themselves out. But then I went onto the Steam page and I read the Steam page, and it actually explicitly states on there that the AI is currently in a really infantile state and it's awful. Um, and you so know don't what? pay too much attention to it. That's perfectly fine. Like this is yeah. this is deep beta, and the AI is um, this is clearly like placeholder. Like they have clearly yeah. borrowed the AI from Command and Conquer Two, chucked it in this, and uh, you know you're getting a bit of a Zerg rush. That you are getting Zerg rushed by fixed skull goblins, and it's quite funny. Uh, but yeah, you're exactly right, Milton. Let's completely forgive them the AI for now because yeah. we know that's going to get better. And and you know what? Even if they drop it with no AI, the online stuff is going to be fine. Like you know what the AI oh, is like yeah. on Fumble. Exactly. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But you know what? Um, I don't know whether you guys saw the hot seat mode. So you can actually play the game locally with someone. Yeah, you can. That's what I was. Know, um, that's what I broke. and all of that. But, um, Earlier on today, um, when we yeah, were at the so warm up. Um, uh, although it did disconnect cool me after a few things. It is really cool. It means you can bust out the nobility versus the, the orcs and swap sides and play both and. It was. Um, yeah. It's good. It's really good for, for example, trying out different starter setup formations. Um, so I haven't done the Black Orc video yet because I wanted to get some more Black Orc games in, and this is just allowing me to farm a load of different formations to try and get it just right. Now the AI does not help, but when you are hot seating against yourself, it's so much quicker than tabletop. So it's it's uh, it's been cool. Like that's that alone is really cool, and it's not something they got on Blood Bowl too. I think no, it's yeah. not. Um, I, I'm a big fan of hot seat modes in in games anyway, you know, because um, you may just want to play against someone who, who you're friends with, who's someone who's next to you. You know, let's just chill out, and play a yeah, game of football. Um, yeah. I mean, I mean, it's quite funny. Like, when was the last time you played a PC game next to somebody? Like, like there you go. That's that's great, Sam. That is good because I. We grew up, we got into Games Factory and Multimedia Fusion, and we would spend hours building games and working through them, playing them together, like me, Ian, and, and Lewis, like just huddled around a PC. And it's been so long yeah. since I've just chilled out at a PC with somebody else and we've co opted through a game or just binged a game. Yeah. Yeah, console, you do it, but PC, I've not. And you know what? Even, this is cool. So, yeah. That's a real nice segue into the next thing I wanted to discuss, which is. We're playing, all of us are playing this on the PC, but of course this game's going to be available on the console. And yeah, I mean, if you've got it on a TV, you've got a couple of controllers or whatever, and you're just sort of like sat chilling out on the sofa and playing this, you can do the the, uh, the hot swap mode and, and, and you're... Um, I don't know whether the console version will have a different way of handling that or whether it will be the same kind of thing. Obviously, because with a pc you tend to have just the one sort of uh yeah. controller i don't know i mean there'll probably be, probably be options for using either the same controller or swapping or, or having two different ones but um is, that do we i know, can see being amazing do we know if there's going to be any crossplay? Mm. i think the rumor was that, that, that it was it was going to be cross-platform I, that'd be really good that would be amazing i'm going to hold out on hope on that one um but I will take 
good online play for a PC. I will absolutely take it being on consoles. Amazing A-star points if you can get PlayStation versus PC because those are the two biggest BB2 communities. Like Xbox is up there as well, but it does seem to be the PS4 versus PC. There are two big com- competitors there. If it lands on the Switch, I'm going to be very happy. Um <laughs> Because uh, that would just be that would just be pretty cool. I, I can't imagine they'll get cross-platform using the Switch because Nintendo uh, make Games Workshop look like um, hippies when it comes to IP, doesn't they? So uh... yeah, yeah. But actually, you know what? It's a perfect game for that cross-platform, and we've seen a huge rise in cross-platform gaming. Things like Fortnite and um, you know some of the other like really big popular titles at the moment are all cross-platform. So I hold out hope for that. that I would think it will be. be amazing for the community. Um, mm-hmm. But and this is one of the things. This is probably my biggest dislike about the game so far is the click and hold menu for selecting action. I was going to bring this up as well. I thought about this quite a bit, and I think... So I'll explain it for those who haven't seen it. In order to... Well, in order to action your um, player, there's a click and hold menu, which you click down, hold, and it gives you a wheel, and it gives you all the different things that you can do. So you've got your foul, your blitz, etc., etc. It's cumbersome it's not particularly nice to use and i know there have been a few bugs um that they've kind of patched already um around like the activation of like fouls and blitzing and stuff just kind of happening weird and random times i have thought about this though and i'm wondering if that is because they've designed this from the console angle now i suspect that wheel is a lot easier to use if you've got like a d-pad or a or a a stick where you can just swing around and select the one you want um on the pc though i found it endlessly frustrating even if it was a right click the menu comes up or you right click off it and the menu goes down like very similar to blood bolt 2 i think you know i can't remember yeah, yeah. i can't remember how to do yeah. it i know how to do it i just can't remember how to tell you how to do it it's like typing it's in a click, isn't it? yeah but I, think, I think it's double click and that would have yeah. been fine I, I, I mean i think a lot of our problems probably come from playing bb2 a lot and then bb3 coming out and having different uh mechanics they moved our cheese yeah yeah <laughs> and, and, and fumble too because obviously yeah. you, you, you right click on fumble don't you in order to select the action you're going to perform so um yeah that's probably my my biggest my biggest thing about it at the moment and if that's the biggest thing about it then i think it's got a lot going for it now i was going to mention the fact that it's not just the players that are superb character models. Now we've seen a really cool orc apothecary. The stadium looks incredible. They're so much better than the Blood Bowl 2 ones. It's so immersive, really atmospheric. Love the giant like Cabal Vision portal that sort of like sat above the pitch. Um yeah, I kinda like the first thing I noticed about like when I got into a game was just how blood bowly it felt i felt like i was there in a stadium the insanity that is blood bowl was all around me i've got bob and jim in my ears yeah it's um, it's really really cool it's so immersive it looks really good it i 
there's a couple of the looks that I struggle with a little bit, which is uh, when you first go into the game, you've got those tackle zones. And for some reason, the tackle zones and the players, because the players have this little semi-edge to them all. Just I, I, I don't know if it's just the graphics on my PC, but like, you know, in... Uh, I don't know, if you're playing like uh, a Tom Clancy game and you use a special scope, you get that kind of little outline on players to represent that they are a sprite. don't know if that's just a graphical thing at the moment. But the game is a bit uh, busy when those tackle zones are on, so toggle them the heck off. But visually, it's awesome. Uh, Milton, you called out the wheel. Uh, the wheel influences the difficulty doing some other stuff. So uh, Baron's just jumped in chat as well and said um, anybody have difficulty passing passing and throwing teammate it was hilarious to watch the first 72 hours of the beta because no one could do any of it <laughs> until a couple of people kind of like were like oh yeah actually you click and hold and then you do this and then you have to wait and then you have to click the goblin like it's fine and it's i imagine there's a tutorial when the game lands that's going to explain how it works and it's not going to be a problem i tried to use running pass earlier like literally before we started recording i jumped on to to, to stream a bit with the, the patrons and just have a look um i did the hot seat mode and uh i tried to do the pass and it was just it's just it it's the good thing is like it's a menu option right they can i'm sure it takes a lot of programming to do anything at this level but that's something that first of all us as players i've played many games where you're like why why have you done it this way but you work around it like i mean man played some magic the uh, mtgo was was like that you just learn and eventually you just press f6 all the time so we find ways around it but the graphics are cool it runs on my pc on medium which is cool uh, it doesn't run at the same time as obs with all my videos in the background and that's on me i need to fix that i need to tidy that up um but it looks good it's clear there's a couple of things there the wheel needs to be sorted out the fact you fail a die roll it says you want to keep the roll but you can't see the die roll is something that they can fix a little bit that literally happened when i did the pass so i figured out how to do the pass so we got the pass going and then it was like do you want to keep this dice and i'm like i don't know what is it um and <laughs> <laughs> at that point you just uh, one, click, use a reroll. well one thing i did see was uh when i was blocking people um you see the armor roll come up above the head yeah yeah and that so this is a really small um thing for me but i really enjoy it so on BB2 and Fumble and that, <clears throat> you you do an action and the die roll happens off screen and then it just tells you what the roll was. So, you know, when when it's confirmation bias or whatever, when you see, when you have really bad luck, you blame the AI or whatever, you feel cheated because you can't see the roll. So even though what you're seeing is a digital pair of dice, it still feels more tangible because you can see the roll. Does that make yeah. sense? Yeah. I think That's it's a really good point, Sam. Yeah. No, I like definitely. that. It is quite fun as well, like knock a dude down and then you just carry on blitzing while your armor rolls being rolled in the background. Like it's 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 pretty cool. Although I don't like multi-die blocking because it goes back to the massive circle and you kind of have to look around at your different dice. So if you've got a three die block, you've got the three different dice spread out, and it's like, do where is my good dice? Um Whereas the good thing about BB2 is it did just chunk them together, and on Fumble it chunks them together, and you can go, "That's it." With this one, you're like, "There's my, there's my skull. There's my, where's my pal? It's over here." But again, that's just a UI thing that you're going to get used to, and I'm perfectly okay with that. It's still clear to do stuff. I love you can use space. Uh, moving around was a bit of a pain uh, at first because I'm just so used to click, double click, guy runs. 
for some reason doesn't always work like with this so it's click double click click lots eventually it moves or you just smash the space bar and they go and move and there's some stuff like that that i actually thought was really good because i started chaining movement together i was like right you're going to go there click um space click this dude right yeah he's going to go there click space and it just it started the flow i was like oh my god i'm getting my micro back like it's 2000 we're playing generals like i'm getting uh, <laughs> it was it was quite cool uh i love that i mean let's let's be fair ai sucks i yeah. don't really care like if they bring in they, all they have to do really is farm in the blood bowl 2 ai that level and you know what i'll be very happy hot seat mm-hmm. mode is cool online yeah. gaming when that goes live that'll be good the game looks brilliant um i i mean i'm really happy with it i know it's imperfect and i know it's a beta like if this was an end product i'd be disappointed but it really isn't. Yeah. Like it's eight months out, and we get to. I don't know whether it's just because I have a history of making video games, and I have a massive lifelong history of never finishing anything ever. So I'm playing this like, yeah, this is wicked, right? What's the next mission? You know, like every project I've ever worked on got to this level, and then we went on to the next one. Um, mm-hmm. and fortunately, these people are paid to do this, so they won't go on to the next one. We just have to hope they finish it off right. Um, uh, Darren mentioned the AI turn seemed to go quicker. Did that? Did you guys notice that at all? Uh, oh God, yeah, yeah. Not yeah. not just because they're two die blocking um, everybody, but it's like <laughs> I'm going to move this guy here, move this guy here. Then it's your turn. I'm like, oh, all right, wasn't yeah. ready for that. Oh yeah, with, it's uh, so slow in Blood Bowl Two, isn't it? Yes, oh, I found with Blood Bowl oh, Two, if, if, if you if you checkmate. The opponent, you know, if, if there's nothing they can do, they will sit there and waste the whole turn time and not move a single piece. You ever, you ever notice that? Oh yeah, man. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've been absolutely hooning yeah. it through Blood Bowl Two, trying out different setups and stuff like that recently. And um, it's three minute turns, and they will take two minutes mm-hmm. fifteen before they do anything. It's, 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 yeah. it's a really good representation of tabletop slash fumble um but yes. i'm like come on you're, you're a pc let's farm a quick game so i think this is why rich saxby just absolutely loves one minute turn leagues and stuff like that it's because the pc just goes uh-huh. straight into it um and i need to do that so, for my stuff talking about the uh the turn timer i don't i don't remember this being a feature in blood bowl 2 is the the sort of the overtime bit oh that's straight um, out of um arena i like that so I, I, you guys can probably see it in the top left corner just above Sam's head there where yeah. it says 0709. Now, when your turn runs out, you've got, I don't know, I think it's is it eight minutes total? Yeah, I think so. Um, of like overtime. And so I suspect that this will work in both online and offline play for players that have just decided to get up and, and can't be bothered to come back to the table or someone's gone to answer the door and forgotten they're playing or something. Um, but it gives you a bit of leeway because, of course, there's, there's always that's like that time where you're in the middle of a game and something comes up and you're like, oh, you know, I'm torn. I really need to go and sort this thing for like two minutes, but I don't want to disappoint the other person. It just gives you that bit of flexibility. I think it's really good. What is this? Sorry, I've not encountered it. Is this you have a clock which runs down after you you time? Yeah, out? yeah. Sam's just showing um, off how fast it, he plays there. That's uh... it's it's, uh, it's across the the whole game. You just have that eight minutes, and like you can burn through it all in one turn, or across all sixteen turns. But um, it gives you that extra little bit of of time. Um, if you need I like it. it, but I think 
uh, if you come up against someone like you said who doesn't want to play anymore online, waiting out an eight minute stop clock for them to time out is not going to be fun. That's mm. true. Yeah, um, I, I don't think it's um if that then if they like time. I don't know. I guess eight minutes across a whole game. If it's going if they're going with two minute timers and BB two used to be three minute. We we save eight minutes, you know that's something. Um, but I don't know. I think I like it as a just as a start. Like what they're doing, I think it is quite cool because. And if they yeah. make this customize, if they make this customizationable, customizable for uh, tournaments, you could turn the turn time down and play solely using the overtime clock. Say, guys, it's going to be a sixty yeah. minute each game. Like here's your overtime. I mean, technically, you can just do that using two minute a turn and then a twenty eight minute clock but you know what i mean like you can blitz that through and then you can guarantee it to a game in two hours uh which i think is really good i'm milton that is a sneaky real big win there actually yeah i think the settings will be a huge thing around it whether you can turn yeah. it off turn it on change it um so we'll, we'll we'll see but um yeah i'm i'm a fan of it i i can appreciate why people might not be but i think you know Sometimes you just gotta go to yeah. the toilet or do something different. Well, and, and well, like that's. I mean, we do this in Fumble. Like the good thing about Fumble is you can just quickly type in their BRB and and everything's fine, and you have a little chat about it. So the, that's always going to be an issue when it comes to online play. What they've done here is create an impersonal override that is just going to be neutral and the same for everyone for an environment. And this is what um, Magic the Gathering Arena kind of does as well. They've got little ropes that come up and you only have so many, which is essentially the same thing here as overtime. Ooh, 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 we've got flickering of lights. We had a power cut earlier, so if this does drop out, I'm sorry. Nope, we're okay. We're okay. It's the end of the world. <clears throat> it's got that vibe today. <laughs> um, yeah, I like that. I think that's cool. So I do have one question for you, and it is a negative question. Of this stuff, what do you think? I mean, let me rephrase this. I'm looking at a load of this thing, and I'm thinking, yeah, they're going to fix that in six months. It's going to be fine. What is there anything there you're like? Ah, I don't like that quite so much. I don't think there's anything that's not fixable, which I dislike. You know what I mean? Um, <clears throat> so with the like you said, the um, roster builder and stuff being clunky, things like that, the AI being slow, or non-existent that kind of stuff is going to get fixed there's nothing about it which i dislike but then it's just blood bowl at the end of the day how can they mess it up you know i i agree i mean milton what about you is there anything there you're like i don't like that and i wish they hadn't gone that way um particularly i mean the one thing i really want out of the game um so i don't I don't know if the online play is working. I'm assuming it's not. I tried to join and yeah. it just sat there ticking by. But it does give you the menu. And the thing that wound me up more than anything in Blood Bowl 2 is when I went to try and find a game online, A, it would not tell me how many people were available to play with me. And B, it sits there on that five minute timer mm. where it's like you both have to be in the queue at the same time where it ticks out and ticks down. Yeah. I yeah. uh, personally, I feel myself, and I think most people will find themselves playing online. And it would be really, really nice to have some indication as to whether or not there are other people searching for a game 
And if it's still going to do that five minute tick thing, um, if there's someone else like looking for a game, whether it can match you sooner or it can kind of like give you some degree of indication as to when that's going to happen, so you're not just sort of sat there wondering. I mean, you could sit there all day with the uh, the search on and not end up playing anyone. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, Fumble so really, actually has that really feature. I really hope they put some improvement there. <laughs> which is quite cool. I hope they do that as well. I think you're, you're right. That was something that definitely, um, actually one of the guys in chat asked us earlier about whether or not we're going to run some bonehead leagues. And we're saying actually now BB3 isn't coming till way in advance. We can probably get a couple of fumble leagues on the go um, while we're waiting. But, um, you know, we tried the Blood Bowl 2 one and, and just you need a massive player base or it, yeah. it, I mean, we had like 50 players, but still you have to arrange your games beforehand. Uh, oh, Paul in chat says, I played one game online, took a few minutes to find an opponent and lost connection at halftime. Yeah. yeah, I actually haven't played a game the entire way. I've always lost. I think I've played one turn in the second half before I've lost connection and timed out. But again, it's a beta. This is a proof of concept more than anything right now. Like, I'm fine mm -hmm. with that. You know, if the, the, the British military can buy a bunch of wheeled vehicles whose wheels don't work, we are okay with a game that currently doesn't play when it's not been released yet. Um design wise the wheel uh, just fix that just let me click once and let the wheel stay there i don't want to click hold it i you know it, 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 I'm, i can't be trusted with that much interaction um while i'm trying so, to figure out where stuff is you you touched on something um earlier which was the space bar now there is like an app it looks like there's an absolute ton of key bindings for the pc yeah you can and shift to end your turn you can circumvent the wheel by using yeah. by learning keys. the key binding, I'd be on board with that. Now, if that is the case. I have to go and do a bit more research into it. And like I say, I think that wheel thing is very much for the console gamers. And I think the key bindings are going to become an essential part of playing on the PC. And you know what? Right. That's fine. <clears throat> the, the wheel is going to be like you said for analog sticks, but there's bound to be key bindings where you can just activate a blitz without even opening the wheel menu. Yeah, completely. So yeah, chuck it on the numpad. Job done. Yeah, assign it to B. <laughs> and actually, um, one of the things I didn't bring up was I know I know you said about the tackle zones thing and uh, switching that off. I, I I think this sort of like bleeds into the whole um, you know them the automatic roster builder and all of that lot. It's fantastic for new players. Maybe people who have never experienced playing on the tabletop and they're just video gamers and they've seen like this come out and they want to get into it and they want to try and understand it. Right, like, you are. I still... You are really right, and I'm going to jump on that, man, because um, uh, those of you out there who started with Blood Bowl Two and then came to play tabletop, or uh, for example, BT the Ben, um, when he first started playing Fumble and had to sequence the turn correctly, as in click this guy, select pass, then do stuff, rather than just BB2, which is just run around, do stuff. BB3 works the same as Fumble. You have to declare a pass at the beginning to do stuff. You have to declare a blitz at the beginning, which is obviously... Did you have to, you, didn't even, you didn't have to do that in Bubble 2 either. You just had to be moving and choose a dude to punch while you're moving. Um, and yeah. actually this is going to help with people learning to play the tabletop version because it's just going to be second nature and I think we saw Blood Bowl 2 no to be fair when you're playing casual it doesn't matter so much but you know if you fail your blitz your turns over anyway it doesn't really matter if you didn't declare it mm -hmm. um, It's. I just think it's going to be a, it's going to help 
save issues on the tabletop potentially or at least if, if you go to fumble it's going to help <laughs> yeah, i kind of wish i'd had it for like blood bowl and blood bowl 2 um because i still get confused by tackle zone sometimes and i've been playing far too long to do that but nah, it's just, true like sometimes i'm just like looking at claim it's a the crazy sort of scrums yeah. that i create and i'm just like what is going on here um mm. That's right. The amount of times on Blood Bowl 2 when I've tried to move a player and not realised he's already stood in a tackle zone, then just, yeah. All right, that's fair. Yeah, that is fair. I that is fair. There's but a lot normally, of cool like, stuff. Normally playing... Sorry, Sam. Oh, that's right. I was, was going to say, normally, if you're playing across from someone and you go to move something, they'll warn you. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You, they, that will require a dodge. Ooh, that's going to be uh, a dodge, mate. Computer won't. Yeah. Yeah. Computers... But the computer won't do that. Yeah. So Blood Bowl 2, you stand someone up and move him and he trips over and you're like, ah, oh, he was in a tackle zone the whole time. Yeah, flip. So, uh, yeah, that did that wrong. Yeah, cool. I mean, I'm a big fan of what I'm seeing so far. Uh, there is one thing I am a little bit like worried about potentially, which is the, uh, the, the DLC future of this. I mean, Sam, I know you're a Warhammer um, Total War uh general now and uh the dlc i mean we've got 20 how many 20 how many teams have we got actually out 21 games workshop teams out with miniatures are we going to see those be the first batch and when they release the others how long is it going to take to keep up uh if i remember rightly with blood bowl 2 they did packs didn't they so you had like a pack I think they'll do exactly the same thing here, and I'm probably going to wait until the Chaos Edition comes out, like the Blood Bowl Chaos Edition or Legendary <laughs> Edition, whichever one it is, yeah. and get all the teams in one go, because I'm not I'm not up for... I did the same thing with Gladius. You ever played Gladius, the uh, Warhammer Civilization game? No. That, I, when I looked at it... So, you know Sid Meier's Civilization? Yeah. It was basically 40k that. Oh, the 40k yeah. one, yes, with their little That's um, right, yeah, yeah. Eldar floaty boats. Yeah. So I, I got that uh, on sale, bought the base game on sale, and played it for a bit, and I was like, yeah, it's a quite bare-bones game. And then realised that in order to play any other faction but Space Marines, you had to buy the unit pack. And then when I actually looked at all of the... It was like £100 worth of <laughs> game. Like, if you wanted to... Uh, I wasn't about. I wasn't up for that. Yeah, it's, it's interesting, isn't it? Like... Uh... I don't know. It's the, the classic adage is you can easily get somebody to spend a pound a day, but you can't get them to spend thirty pounds a month. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. I think DLC content is always going to be. The, I think the game's going to launch with with twelve teams. I think is what they said. So oh, we are going to see. Fine. Yeah, that should be plenty. I mean, mm-hmm. we had the um, might shed just, a tear if they don't have orcs. Oh well, they might not I, because they've got black orcs. I reckon, yeah, I reckon yeah. humans and orcs will be DLC um, because they are kind of time. they are kind of similar. It is possible. I mean, no, I can see it. I can see it. Yeah. The important thing is that, like Baron says in chat, uh, if we could finally play Chaos Pact on a yes. game, it would be wonderful. Yeah. Like, oh man, I really want to play Pact, but I want to. Uh, do I want to? You know what? I like the idea of having the rat ogre. I think actually the troll ogre minotaur combo is probably a little bit better. In the way. Anyway, Baron, I agree with you completely. Uh, will they have a download code if you buy the models? Who am I kidding? He says, yeah, no, you beat me to that one there, Baron. <laughs> uh, I think both humans and orcs are in. Oh, sweet. That would be cool. Um, 
I don't know. There's a ton of teams. If there's twelve teams, then absolutely wow. awesome. That's that's fine. Yeah, actually, um, your uh, DLC talk has remembered me something. Yeah, which is a uh, ripper. That was. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. I tried to find a picture of him. I was I was gently typing away in the background to try and find a picture of Ripper because um, Ripper is in the game um, and that's probably my biggest disappointment is uh, that that is what the model is probably going to look like. <laughs> well, uh, I've seen it. I didn't see anything about it. Yeah, what? so if you are playing the backcourt team, he is one of the three possible stars you can choose from at the moment. And of course, as it currently stands on the tabletop, he is not an option. So he's definitely coming for tabletop. Did anyone see his model? Is he ugly? From what Ben said. He's, um, well, he looked... Well, you know that the troll he model look like? looks Woody cooler Harrelson. than like... Would, yeah, he, he looks, looks like Woody Harrelson. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think someone posted this, actually. Bear with me. Yeah. That was uh, uh, that was me. <laughs> and Ian. I think someone actually co- yeah, commented Woody Harrelson. Yeah, we did, a, we did a little bit of photoshopping to put them next to me. I made him have the same blue skin as uh, as ripper because it 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 is there there is there is a similarity there between those two which is quite it's entertaining uncanny. But that, you know yeah what? i've just found it i uh i was reading this thing the other day and i didn't know this but like in the 2016 version because prior to this ripper had no sort of like bluff no backstory and i i didn't i don't know anything about it ooh, i didn't realize ooh. that basically oh Oh, sorry. I was trying to start it up to get a picture of Ripper, and I may just have killed all of our audio listeners. Um, oh, no. Yeah. I sent, ben, I sent you a picture on WhatsApp, if you can get it across to uh, the PC somehow. Let's have a look. Let's have a look. The bad news is it will look like... Yeah, I know. It's cool that Ripper's coming back. I think that means that we are due for some goblins and orc star players real soon. Um, yeah. Um... Yeah, no, I didn't. I didn't realize his like backstory is that he's like he was like a really, really stupid troll, and then they tried to like do some magic on him, and yeah. now he's really intelligent. And I love the little glasses he's got sat on the end of his nose. I, hold on, I didn't, didn't notice those. Yeah, he's wearing a little pair of spectacles oh, yeah, on the end of his nose. Like it's kind of like quite clever. He looks like Beast uh, from X Men. <laughs> yes, in that regard, a little bit like that. Yeah, in that regard. Yeah. I'm. Um, I'm happy they're coming back. I'm unhappy that Games Workshop cut out all the star players to then put them in a um, in a spike. Now, are they talking about the Blood Bowl three or just about Blood Bowl twenty twenty? <laughs> Blood Bowl twenty twenty. Sorry. So, so yeah, we know they're coming back, which means they were never really gone. So they were partitioned from the the base game, and yep. they'll be sold to us later on in, in a in an Orc and Goblin spike. Yeah, I don't trust them to bring the same ones back, though. I, I wouldn't be surprised if we didn't see what they did with the Lizardmen team in um, oh. the last Blood Bowl, which was... Haven't we seen Art for Fungus already? Yes. Yeah, we have seen Art for Fungus. Um, oh, where's he gone? I've, I've, lost, I've lost my face because I was mucking <laughs> around with Blood Bowl 3 and closed the wrong window. So uh, I'll put that back up in a second because I was getting all excited about putting Ripper on the page. Where's a picture? That's a picture. Let's 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 do some stuff and bring Ripper on. Here we go. The mightiest of all the trolls in the center of the pitch is Woody Harrelson himself. Um, I don't know. I there guess it's is. kind. I guess it's kind of cool. I guess it is kind of cool. 
I quite like him. He's, he's got the uh, old hammer, big troll nose and stuff like that. And the helmet, yeah. It's a bit yeah. of a callback to his old form, isn't it? With a, with that new twist on it. With yeah. the, and I can, the I can see why... Yeah. Uh, he, yeah, he's not... I don't know, he's not super troll-like. I guess it's his face, isn't it? He's got a very human yeah. face, as far yeah. as the troll goes. But I think that's intentional, isn't it? So, uh... Adds character, I guess. Yeah. Adds I character. don't mind him. I think he looks alright. Yeah, it's fine. And it's going it's to be cool to get him back in the game. Um, in fact, our top five Friday next week is top five missing stars. So uh, I imagine yeah. Ripper's going to feature very, very much up there. Because he's a fan favourite. Um, even... Hopefully he uh, hopefully he comes back before Bonehead Bowl. <laughs> oh man, that would be impressive for Games Workshop to yeah. get that out in two two weeks. Uh, one, two, three. Uh... Anyway, Sam, I think that is a beautiful segue. We'll take a very quick back and we'll be back to talk about Bonehead Bowl and probably the Isle of Wight tournament too. So we'll be back in two seconds. Okay, so tournaments are back on. We don't know what Boris is going to say on Monday, but we're assuming that uh, we can continue to do so safely. So we are going to plug ahead with that. The first tournament we've got coming up soon is Bonehead Bowl on the 3rd of July. Now, we've talked about this a couple of times, but because we've got a tournament coming up, we like to do a preview. We've got Sam and Milton. I think you guys are both coming? Yeah. Uh, yes, I have. I need to double check that I'm not working, but I'll be booking it off if I am posted on ban so it's the first tournament this year uh the last tournament we had was uh was mega ball which was quite a laugh um but because of the covid restrictions we had to play in pods of four or six not gonna be the case assuming everything is fine so we get a proper 24 person swiss tournament of magic goodness and i'm so excited it is a pretty straight up format though and that's why i wanted to chat with you guys about um so I've been doing the, the tournament Tuesdays and the monthly metas to look at what tournament formats are out there. And there's there's a kind of there's a few archetypes that are coming out. Ours is quite a simple archetype. So build order is standard teams, all of them, including the NAF teams, eleven hundred team value, okay, which is league level, a bit more than league, with three different skill sets allowed tier one gets four primary tier two gets four primary and one secondary that they can swap for a primary and tier three gets four and two secondaries that they can swap for a primary uh, nobody can stack skills it's just one skill and star players can't be given skills there are no other restrictions so basically if you're running a tier two team you get an extra double if you're running a tier three team you get two extra doubles now, the reason we went for quite a simple format like that is because, guys, we've had Blood Bowl 2020 since last uh, October now, November now, and it's been eight months. Ha, Sam, how many tabletop games of Blood Bowl 2020 you played? It's called tabletop games. I think it was one. I think it was against you. Yeah. We did uh, My Goblins Against Black Orcs. Oh, yes, we did. Oh, that was great. Uh, Milton, how many tabletop Blood Bowl 2020 games have you played? I've had two, uh, one of them this week. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, I've had one against Simon, which was a uh, was a practice game for this tournament, and I had uh, one against Kevin on Tuesday, which was which was good fun too. Nah. So that's my point. We're all pretty invested in Blood Bowl. 
but we've got a tournament coming up in three weeks and the amount of tabletop games we've actually had isn't massive so i think keeping these teams to relatively low team value with relatively low skills is going to help people get back into the groove of it only having four or five skills to track on your opponent's team with a team that i think is going to be quite similar to league I mean, I don't know. That was what our angle was. I mean, Sam, do you think that's going to be useful for players who are coming back to the tabletop? Yes, I think it's going to be useful for all of us, to be honest. Um, because there's nothing, no no other way we can play 2020 at the moment. Yeah, but I mean, the um, you, you're right. I mean, there's tabletop simulator and stuff like that. And But yeah. like, this is it. We're back to tournaments now and... I wanted it to be a relatively gentle one. Now, it is a bit restrictive when it comes to team building. You can't do anything fancy. But I think what this is what this is going to give, I mean, how Milton, do you think, how much different do you think 1,100 TV with four or five skills is going to be from a, a, a middle of the league team, you know, a, a league team after a few weeks? Um, I don't know. Well... Probably not a lot different from what I'm used to playing, for me anyway. Uh, <laughs> yeah, because it's just block on everybody. Um, <laughs> I, might, I might do that for my team, actually, just give everyone block. Well, you know what? Like, I think because of the skill-up changes in a league format, a lot of people are going to be taking that random stat up for fun, because it's new, and they're interested in how that like, is going to pan out and stuff. And so I think we're going to see very, very different league teams at that value to tournament teams. Yeah. And the tournaments are going to be very tailored. Um. Um, yeah, so we're going for a simple one because a tournament is a great way to trial out a team. Um, you kind of mm -hmm. get to try some perfect combos and things like that. So we went with the low end. So let's, it's a, right, missed this bit out. It's three games, three games in one day standard kind of tournament scoring we'll have a ton of prizes because we haven't had tournaments for a while we'll have the standard like um in between rounds like spot prizes and things like that but we're getting excited for it what are you guys planning on running now this is planning because we've still got several weeks till the tournament so this could completely change but what's on the tabletop for you guys for this Wilson, you want to go first? Uh, yeah, I can go first. So mine has changed drastically, I think, when I first sort of signed up for this tournament. Um, I was looking at taking my underworld team, but I also hadn't planned on moving house. So um, <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that has changed my outlook on it. Um, I built... Uh, I've got the, the team list up here. Um, Lay it on us, man. What I think... I think it's quite um, a neat little Underworlds team. It's uh, I think it was on, on your suggestion, actually, on one of your videos, which is uh, the Rat Ogre, Gutter Runner, Blitzer, Thrower, three Clan Rats, three Goblins, two Snotlings, and Hack Flem. Yeah. And it's the Hack Flem that sells it, really. Now, they're a Tier 2 team, and so I was looking at sort of giving the... Uh, the they get a, a, a one double and four normals. So I was looking at giving the Rat Ogre um, block just to shore up his position. The um, the Gutter Runner block to make him blodging. Which, um, blodging Gutter Runners, as we all know, are quite nasty pieces of work. 
Um, two heads on the uh, on the blitzer. Uh, extra arms on the threat and kick on one of the uh, the clan rats. The uh, the lineman. Um, and yeah, I think you sort of get like a bit of a, a mini mini hack flam out of um, you know the positionals by combining two of them up and um, him on his own is just insane as you mentioned previously he's obviously um, very strong in the meta at the moment yeah him and Cheney do all the, the kind of edge heavy lifting I'm sorry I got distracted by Ryan um, who's <laughs> waited out of my house is like house is haunted mate um, which would explain all the nonsense that's going on today what was the double what double skill are you going for sorry so that was the block on the uh, the rat ogre. Block on the roger. Yeah, you can't fault that. I like the um, I like the two heads on the blitzer. Basically, being anti two plus for the dodge is yeah, it's so pretty it's a bit of a yeah. Mini hack um, do you, do Skaven get mutations on on singles or doubles? Doubles for the Skaven team, but the beautiful thing about Underworld is it's mutations for primary oh, everywhere. Cool. Yeah. Have you considered claws on your rat ogre? I know it doesn't stack with mighty blow like it used to, but you know what? It's uh, it's definitely a consideration. Are you um, trying to convince Milton not to take block when he can take block? <laughs> yeah, who am I kidding, Sam? I'm just going to ignore you and take block and everything. Why don't, don't you play that? dwarves? I don't understand. <laughs> then um, you don't have to give him block, you can give him dodge instead. That's that's the what? difference so I, to assault. So I can make less friends. <laughs> <laughs> it's more fun to take orcs and make them dwarves first. Mm. Um but yeah, no. that came with three rerolls as well. So um Underworld are really... strong. That is a strong roster, man. A raging rogue with a couple of snotlings to feed away, two gutter runners, one of them strength three with plus one to everything, a cheeky two plus dodging blitzer, not with dodge, but you know. He's got block, and then the extra arms on the thrower, giving him a plus one to the pickup. Man, that's two plus yeah, with really a. Good. That's really good. That's really, really, really good. Um, the only other thing I might say is, is instead of the extra arms, you might think about big hand instead. Yeah. Because yeah, three plus track. with a reroll is eighty nine percent. Two plus with a reroll is ninety seven percent, but. That will drastically drop. This way, you can just three plus plus a ball in any number of tackle zones, um, and that could be that could be useful. It could be useful. Obviously, the two plus is just um, the golden roll, isn't it? So, yeah. I mean, I, 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 a, I mean, I've got the team. It's built, but I'm, I, don't like going to a tournament without a painted team. I know it's not a necessity, but I kind of feel like. I, you will not be alone. You know, a lot, a lot of people, a lot of people come and they put in a lot of effort at the tournaments, and we've seen some absolutely incredible stuff. I and, can't wait to I'm see not, some of these I'm not, teams. I'm not dismissing the people that want to come and play and aren't that into the hobby. It's a board I, game. I know I can. I know I can paint, and I feel like I should paint. And if I haven't painted the team, I'm embarrassed with myself. I guarantee so, um, about a third of the teams there will be unpainted. Not because people haven't had the time or any of that, but because this is like the first tournament in forever. And we've had nothing really yeah, to do for the last nine months except brew up rosters. Like, and then, oh my God, I've got to choose one of the teams. Because Milton, Underworld, really exciting. I know you were also really excited about un about Undead and Orcs. And I consider well, you to be quite a calm coach who's not particularly flighty, but, you know, you've got three 
all the other people that aren't as well controlled and a little bit Vulcan as you, they're going to have like 13. Or yeah, 40, like so Paul in the actually, chat. <laughs> do, do you know what? I think my, uh, my biggest disappointment about me not running the... Um, the underworld team is I'd like the, the names that I'd come up with. <laughs> so I've built all the roster and everything, and I've called them fiends, like friends oh, with the dots yeah. in between, but without the R. And I've got Fleeby and Chandler and <laughs> Rachel and Glowy and Moronica. Oh man! And um, I have to bring them out sometime. But um, yeah, such a brilliant team. But yeah, I'm, I'm just not going to have them ready in time. And so, like I said earlier about my hobbying, I was looking at bringing the undead team. Um, who I've had literally no luck with. I don't think I've ever won a game playing Undead. I must have played about 10 or so now. I don't think I've won a single one of them. Should we, should um, we Sam, should we tell him the story of the, the gyms, Lewis's Undead team? Oh. You were there. You saw it. Or uh, for Fobble Wobble. For Fobble Wobble. Lewis, inappropriate yeah. Lewis, had been running Undead for a season and a half and legitimately had never won a game. So we go to this team tournament and we're like, guys, what are you going to take? And Sam's like, what do you think of it to take? And we're like, yeah, of course, corn, yeah. Uh, just won a tournament with it. Makes a lot of sense there. Ian's like, well, I, you know, Amazons. Like, let's power game. Ben's like, I like elves, but I like to be different. So he ran high elves. And Lewis, we're thinking, right, cool. Lewis just won the last season with lizards. Like, this is great, strong player. Uh, he's like, yeah, I don't know. I think I'm going to take Undead. And we're like, oh, really? And he's like, yeah, I've never won a game with them yet. So I thought it might be good. And we're all like, oh, God, like, thanks. Like, this is wicked. And um, yeah, so rocked up to this tournament, having never won a game with Undead, and uh, 3-0's the day, wins the tournament, wins the team tournament. Absolutely awesome. So Milton, don't let that hold you back, if inappropriate Lewis can do it. Um, (laughs) Fob Wobble was great. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, again, Undead classically strong-tiered team. the passing game has changed a little bit for them, but I don't think it's really held them back much. Um, you yeah, know, and uh, but... again, you know, if you want suggestions on their teams, check out Ben's uh, videos about them because I was looking there, I was looking at just like it's such a solid lineup. You get everything Undead. on the roster oh, in, in that in that pack and then you can pick and choose your skills to suit your play style because it's a very varied team. You've got your ghouls, which are your um, high edge, high movement, but fragile. You've got your mummies, which do, you know, your heavy lifting. You've got those blitz, uh, the whites, those blitzers, really solid. Of course, you've got your choice of your your skeletons or your zombies. Um, how much is Cheney you know, as like, well? I don't know how much he is. Because he's, he's not massively expensive. I think he's like 220 or something. Um, because, yeah, you know, Undead get everything you want for a million. So you've got that cash to play with. Um, where's my Spike 12 PDF? There we go. Yeah. No, I, I love it. I mean, there's just... They're all really solid choices. Uh, and you're going with but, your... Um, yeah, I've come back down to my Orcs. So for those who have played against me, you've probably played against my Orcs. Or you've seen me play my Orcs. I like my Orcs. They're my... Uh, comfort zone actually one of the big reasons for playing them is we are moving into a new rule set and i want one less confusion you know like i know how the horse play yeah there's a bit of a change with them um but not too much and so 
um, I can focus on making sure I get the new rule set right rather than worrying about a whole underworld team full of all sorts of skills that I've never really used probably. Um, and kind of just like focus down and, and enjoy the tournament that way. Um, I am taking a slightly more interesting org build though. Um, I think you uh, you recommended um, a a build a standard build with the like the troll. But what I've done is I've swapped the troll out for helmet wolf. <laughs> um, uh, I think you did. You have you had a test game of this? And I have. I've had a I've had a test game against Simon. So me and, and Simon, who's also attending, he's um quite a veteran uh, blood bowl player, a really nice guy and um amazing player. He brought his dark elves and I brought my walks as a, a sort of a test game for twenty twenty and you know, coming into the tournament and everything. We brought our tournament rosters. And uh yeah, Helmet did some damage, really put him on the uh Oh, there you go. Turn there, I, and um, we said earlier, man, star players—they're—they're—they're they, they're better in this edition. Tyler jumped in the chat, saved me out two hundred and twenty for Wilhelm as well. So okay, not bad. Bit, not bad. bit tricky to sneak into a eleven hundred build. You kind of have to drop a mummy to take him, but you get that big old strength flipping. What is it? Strength four, movement eight. Like, yeah, strength four, movement eight, um, claws, frenzy guy. So it, and wrestle as well. Like, so I think. That's affordable um, too. But anyway, yeah, helmet I mean, we've, on your orcs. We've we've discussed three teams so far, and you know we've talked about three star players. We've talked about Hackflin. We've talked about Wilhelm. We've talked about Helmet. You know, it, it's obvious how much that sort of jump has changed from all the tournaments we were playing before in 2016. Where yeah, okay, you'd get a few star players. You'd see some people take Griff or yeah, you know, someone. Um, Griff and Roxana. You necessarily, you'd, you'd see a lot more focus on the team than the stars. And actually, I really like the uh, the stars coming into play. For a resurrection, I have altered my list a little bit um, since playing Simon. That's good. Um, yeah, I dropped uh, two black orcs taking four goblins instead. No, I've swapped <laughs> one of the linemen out for a thrower. Oh. I approve. Um, I approve. Although it's difficult that armor reduction on the line, but if you're going to go heavy, well, with the black orcs, that sure hands is key. This is very key. uncharacteristic of me because you know how how well my throwers <laughs> have gone in the uh, in the past. Yeah, they all die. Um, well, they don't die. They all suffer like brain injury. Or... One guy had two brain injuries and didn't get the Ripper he treatment did. with a wizard and become a super genius. Um, he just uh, became your no, sure hands caddy. Green puddle on the nah, field. You kept um, trying to get him killed every game. That's true. <laughs> that's true. The Milton, the the thrower that you've just picked up in exchange for alignment, is it your first thrower? Yeah, I don't have another one. Oh wow! I I, I almost never run throwers with orbs. I I really? really don't get on with them, and I think that's quite a, a standard thing. For it all it is you common. Know, if you go and and read oh. up, it's, um, the thrower oh. is an unpopular choice, and actually, uh, there's a lot to suggest that he's even worse in 2020. But in a tournament setting and in that kind of environment, not having like a failure rate on picking the ball up, is yeah, like the orcs. Is huge, and having that sure hands is going to make the difference. And yeah, he's a bit more vulnerable. 
but I, in order to score, I need to have the ball. And what I don't want to do is sit there and keep dropping it every time I want to try and pick it up because you... it's a turnover and you know it's yeah. a complete mess. So, are you going to put leader on it? Um, no, right, guys. All four of my skills are going so on. So sorry, I have oh. to pause just for one second. Sorry, guys, had to take a quick break to slay what was, to be fair, a strength four spider. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's summertime, so the windows are open. Uh, therefore, we are being invaded full on at the moment. And he was a chunky boy. Um, yeah, well, I, I hate I hate killing him, but this guy, if I'd picked him up, he would have picked me up. So uh, that's, uh, that's a Kaz there. That's two SPP. Um, if I was an orc thrower, I'd be two points closer to getting leader. Um, not block. <laughs> That's too easy. Yeah. So uh, Sam was just asking me whether or not I would, uh, I'd take leader on the uh, the thrower. Now, I, I just personally, I'm not a big fan of the throwers, and as as you well know, I'm going to be taking all four four of my skills as block on the biggins. <laughs> there's nothing wrong um, with that. There's there's kind of two paths. Like if you take the thrower to be your sure hands caddy in a resi tournament, it makes sense. If you take him in a league yeah. setting or in a low TV resi tournament, you can farm your cash into the team and use your thrower to get a cheap reroll. So twenty mm-hmm. k mm-hmm. reroll instead of a sixty k reroll gives you forty k more to turn a black orc into a troll. You know, you you can kind of yeah. play with your, your cash. Otherwise, I think what a lot of um, a lot of tourney teams might do is just put sure hands on a blitzer um, and forget about the black orc. Use the lineman on the line. Use your black orcs as your linebackers, and then your blitzers. One of them becomes your thrower. Um, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of options, isn't there? I mean, I kind of always play it safe, and actually. Yeah. <laughs> You know, my biggest excuse for taking block on all the big ones is it's one less thing to think about. Like, I know that, like, all my blitzers, all my big ones have block. And then all of my attention and all of my focus is about, like, my positioning and my ball my ball game and all of that stuff, which orcs aren't particularly great at. Oh, they're all so, right. Uh, Worst case scenario is cheeky edge 4 plus. They can do it. Um, Ryan in chat says, Ghost and Spiders, what the heck kind of house does Ben live in? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's the new forest dude that's all we've got there's deer in the garden as well it's very aggravating you'll drive home and there'll just be a deer in the road and they have those terrifying eyes and because i'm a, a Foo fighters fan i'm a little bit scared of deer because they beat dave anything that can beat dave grawl off and he's got big hand as well he picks up the balls no problem in the rain um is, is a big junkie boy <laughs> so orcs really solid sam 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 what team are you brewing up for the tourney so, I there was no question about what team I was taking, and uh, it might surprise people to know that it's not going to be corn. Yeah, um, I'm taking my goblin team. Now mm-hmm. I bought the my very first uh, third party miniatures were from Willy Miniatures, and it was their metal goblin team. And I never had a chance to play them or a reason to play them. The tournament comes up, and I'm like, right, I'm up for this. So I've Spent ages painting them all. I've still got to finish both the trolls. Um, but they shouldn't take me too long. But yeah, it's never really been a question about what I'm taking. The question is how to build the team, <laughs> really. Mm, goblins, um, goblins, goblins. Goblins at 1,100. Yeah. They get they get some stuff, man. They do. So do you want me to jump right into what I've got on them? Yeah, brew it up. You know, I've got no taken no skills yet. Um 
uh, so I've taken the two trolls, mandatory. Yep. Um, Doom Diver and Pogoa, who I see again as a must-haves. Yes. And then I also have the Fnatic, the Looney, and the Bomber. Now, I'm not married to, to the idea of taking all three. But that's... Um, that's what I've got on the list at the moment. No Ooligan, because he's really expensive for what he does, sadly. it's It depends. If you've got guard, if you've got a lot of guard, the Ooligan gets better, because Dirty Player yeah. combines with it. If you don't have a lot of guard, then I think he becomes, like you said, Sam, like 60-plus mm-hmm. K, and that's that's his game, and you don't really want to use him for yeah. other stuff. That's the same price as well, like your, one of your other positionals. Exactly. So here's where the, the quandary comes up, because I've got the rest of the roster is filled out with linemen. And I've got 14 players total. So three of those are secret weapons. They're going to get sent off. It leaves me with 11 players. And goblins, some of them are going to get removed as well. Oh, so yeah. right off the bat, after half time, I'm probably going to be have less than 11 players. Um, so I figure I am, I've got 120k left to spend with this, including my three rerolls. So... I could take two bribes and hope to keep the weapons on for longer. I could drop a weapon and maybe get another two goblins on, on the bench. I, it's so up in the air. I don't know what to do with them. So I think a bribe or two is going to be necessary. And I'm leaning towards dropping the bomber. I think... Just because... Yeah. Mm. And the sad thing about the bomber is because of the most recent FAQ... Yes. A Hail Mary pass is no longer a thing. Like before, it'd be like, yeah, I'll take the bomber, chuck Hail Mary on it, why not? It'd be great fun. Mm, yeah. Not anymore. Like that, that would have been my original plan, but instead, I have, I probably have to spend a skill to give him accurate. Oh yeah. Which I don't really want to do. But you drop the bomber, so I, I, you get that's the same price as a bribe for one of your other weapons. Uh, he's forty-five k. Yeah. All right. So five k short so, yeah. of a bribe for a okay. goblin. Yeah. Got the bomber. Uh, so you've got three rerolls. You've got the two trolls. Chainsaw yep. um, and a dude. 13 players without the bomber. You've got enough cash to take a regular goblin, two bribes, keep your weapons on, keep your weapons on. You've got a bench of three. As it, as it stands here, yeah. if I take two bribes, I have 20k left. If I drop the bomber and replace him with a linesman... You got... That still gives me 14 players, but one of them's not getting sent off. Yeah. So, Do you still want the two bribes at that point, is what you're thinking? I probably would still want the two bribes yep. for the Fnatic and the Looney. Yep. Maybe not even both. Probably just both bribes for the Looney, because the Fnatic's going to get himself tangled up at some point, probably. Yeah. Some troll slayer's going to come along and, and um, both down into the ground. Mate, that sounds like a really fun goblin roster. Um, I... I mean, I like it. You get because they're tier three, you get a ton of skills as well. You get two doubles and four regulars. Yeah. This is the, so the difficult. Two doubles, this is difficult. Yeah, a regular straight up dodge has to go on the Doom Diver because he doesn't come with it. Yeah, but where he's got um, where he's got the swoop skill, his stunty skill doesn't work. Same as the chainsaw. So beware of that. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that, that, so he still has tackle zones when he does. So he still has tackle zones, I believe. I have to double check that. That's definitely the case of the chainsaw because I was gutted when I found out. Absolutely gutted because I used to love just dodging around with a chainsaw um, into tackle Why zones. Why do they still have 
Well, why do they still have the skill then? They still have the stunty skill, don't they? Yeah, but that's for yeah, knockout and casualties. Um, uh, yeah, of course, that makes sense. Um, so he probably put dodge on the Doom Diver. Might spend both the doubles um, to do a Milton and put block on both my trolls. It's not. It's not bad to do that. Um, if you want to go it's for a str- never bad to do that. So. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to go for a strong throwing game, though, you could use strong arm on one, block on t'other, and then it does give you a double to use on a goblin. But with Hail Mary Pass not an option anymore, the only thing you could do is give block to your um, um, Whirly Bird. But again, that seems a bit of a waste. Yeah, I I might take a. Which one is the general... Wait, they've got general and... General passing strength? No, they have agility on normal on singles. So I might give a linesman the... Which one's dirty player? Is that general? Yeah, yeah. And sneaky git, is that agility? Yes. So I might give sneaky git to a linesman and basically make my own... (laughs) Sneaky git's not bad. I definitely recommend jump up on one random goblin though. Use him as your paratrooper yeah. to harass the backfield. Lob him over the line. If he stacks it, that's fine. Three plus stunty dodge. He's just going to get up for free. He's got decent armor. Armor eight plus. He's, he's yeah. going to pass more often than it's going to fail. Um, and then you just get to run around six squares in the backfield harassing the ball carrier. And if they then have to d- apply a blitzer or two linemen to take out your goblin, they've just spent 100 plus k to take out a 40k place and two activations and you force them to do stuff in their backfield and just harass them jump up on one paratrooping goblin is a is is brilliant i love it yeah i I assume you can throw the bomber you can but the bomber would need to land on his feet to be able to throw the bomb yeah because he can't stand up and then throw I'm not hearing any problems here. <laughs> I say chuck him over the line. Throw well, bombs back at it. Does the throw teammate and the um, bomb, is that not both the pass activation or is bomb free now? Oh, bomb's free, uh, but you can only do it once. Uh, I think they both take the p- pass activation, don't they? Oh, that would be very bad and potentially believable. No, I think bomb, I think Anyone... throw a bomb is a free action. Is a free does anyone have the rule book nearby? Can you check if I'm allowed, on it now. Are you allowed to, so under Bombardier, does it have to be a pass or can you hand off the bomb? <laughs> it has to be a pass. Okay. Yeah. I like that though. That's <laughs> <laughs> That would be fun, wouldn't it? I do. Just throw like him that. into a cane, get him to stand up and get him to hand the bomb off to a dwarf run a dwarf blocker. Someone asked that <laughs> with the it's... like the fumblerooski skill, where if you stack it in the ground you get to choose where the ball goes they were like does this work for bombardier because that would be a sweet combo um, and it would have been a sweet combo like but but not so much no goblins are, are looking great tier three teams are just so much fun i'm impressed you've not gone the star player route um but everything that i need is too expensive so i need my bribes i need my trolls i need my secret weapons before i know it i've i've only got 30k cash left uh, I, I did a like, I did a goblin build for a tournament. Uh, which one was it? It was. I, I would happily World's Edge Mountain. I'd happily drop. I'd happily drop one of the trolls and something else, maybe another goblin for Ripper, but sadly not allowed. <laughs> so, um, I've got a yeah. roster here for a tournament, uh, World's Edge Mountain Bash that came up on Tournament Tuesday. 
It's 11.50. Hack, Flem, two trolls, Pogo Diver, Looney Fanatic, Ooligan, uh, five goblins, three rerolls, and a bribe. Drop the Ooligan. That takes you to 1100. You've got two trolls, Pogo Diver. It's basically very similar to yours, actually. Just with Hack, Flem, instead um, of the extra bench and an extra bribe. I... Yeah, I like I've got that. three rerolls as it is, so I, I could drop the two, but I like having the safety. Nah, three, Especially on the goblin good. team. Yeah, well, the goblin team have got no sure hands, no catch, nothing like that. I feel like I need them. Ah, oh, that's gonna be yeah. that's gonna be an absolutely great roster. I like that. I like that. Now, when you're looking at these teams, tier one having only four skills is quite limited. It means you can't get super creative. So, I've got to take a team in reserve. So does Blood Tithe Ben. Because if we have a player last minute drop out, we can step in and keep the numbers flat. Um, and I mean, I'm going to be right. I will take the nobility team, I think, because I've absolutely loved playing them. And it will be the ogre build. And I don't think you can get enough bodyguards in there. In fact, I think I covered this on the actual um, bonehead bowl one. Where is my list? Where is my list? Because they're, they're, they're tier two, so you do get an extra skill. Which is nice. Nobility. Hey, I did. Huzzah. What did I go with? Ogre, two blitzers, three bodyguards, two throwers, four linemen, two rerolls, assistant coach, block on the ogre, that's the double gone, two blitzers with dodge, guard on one of the bodyguards, and leader for the third reroll. That's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve players, including an ogre, with three rerolls, uh, two blodgers, a guard, and a block and ogre. I think that's I think that's fine. Yeah, we'll, we'll, I think we're going to see a lot of block big guys. <laughs> I think that's probably just a, a good way to warm up um, for when BB3 yeah. lands and we can get those SPPs being farmed, I think. <laughs> I, might, I, I might take Brawler on them then just to... No. I think, I think the tiering system is quite interesting. I think you get a lot of surprising two, two teams that with that extra skill the access to the double it pushes them up you know it is a really good balancer i mean um, the obvious thing is a is a chaos team with a blocking minotaur I, oof, that's yeah that's a, a, a 1100 flat is a is a chaos team with 11 players i think including a minotaur four chaos warriors four blocking chaos warriors and a minotaur with block and three rerolls like that's just wow like that's that's going to do some stuff I'd give. I'd... So I've got a chaos team in a box somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> I have all the minotaurs if you want to borrow one, or like many. I've got. I've got one. I, I got the uh, the uh, the new slangors. I was using oh, this one. Of course, yeah. Now, yeah. it's it's tough when it comes to the amount of skills, and I think like I want to get your guys' opinion on this one before we move on to I think what Milton's probably going to bring up, um, but. There's, there's kind of this format, which is really old school, like team to X value plus this skill package on top. Takes the maths of TV counting out of it. There's the other one, which is uh, skill buy. So, it would, you know, this tournament would be probably 1,200, but you can buy your own skills and level you guys up how you want. Or this one we're seeing that's being really prevalent now is a certain amount of SPP per tier. So normally it's something like um, 30 for tier one, 36 for tier 2, 48 for tier 3. And you can spend, obviously, 12 on a double or 
you know, six, then another eight on your first and second level ups. And I think that's quite good too, but it does include a little bit more maths. Um, what are your guys' thoughts on those different formats? Yeah, I actually really like that SPP spending. And I appreciate your right, there's a little bit more involved in sort of arranging, organizing, and working that one out. But it gives you. Yeah, it kind of gives you that extra element to working out the roster. But on the flip side, I quite like the simplicity of it just being, well, for me, blah, blah, blah. But, um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're cutting out the you divide know, by six level here. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, you know, it, it's going to be different for everyone as well. You know, I think it affects teams in different ways. I think it thinks you ha I think it will affect how people think and approach teams. Um, oh, and yeah. having well like having like some of the tier one teams have access to doubles because of the SPP does does change that up a little bit. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm with Milton on this. I think um <clears throat> there's there's a lot of room for creativity with an SPP point by kind of system. But on the flip side, it's far easier for us getting in back into the game. To just be able to pick a skill because we yeah. don't have that many. Yeah. Um, and if there's SPP point buys, if there's someone who wants to give one of his players plus one strength, he can. Well, um, it's because it's a role which is difficult. So we are seeing that there's tournaments no, that allow okay, you to. Yeah. They they they're allowing that in like the uh, the purchase because strength is plus eighty k now. So nobody's taking that. Um, you know, although a strength three goblin is quite fun um yeah strength three horns goblin on an underworld team would just be wicked like here's my here's my two heads horn strength three goblin he's worth 300k <laughs> i don't know about that now milton were you going to bring up the isla white tournament yeah we can talk about that let's have, so, a, let's um, have a quick I've, chat about that i've uh, registered myself for the isle of white sambol three which will be on the 24th of July on the uh, the Isle of Wight in Shanklin. Um, it's uh, it's going to be a 1200k TV. You must take a star player. And here's the interesting one for me, is you get one normal skill before game one, and then another before game two, and then another before game three, and then another before game four. So it's a four-game tournament. Um, with the skills incrementing as you go, obviously stunty teams can take two normal skills each game or one double skill. Okay. Um, um, inducements taken as normal, um, Swiss, Swiss round, um, and yeah, the, um, you know, the taking of a star player. Although I think, you know, as we've just discussed, I think a lot of tournament teams are going to be taking them anyway, so... Yeah, twelve hundred. Um, twelve hundred with a with a star player is 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 very doable. Um, yeah, even um, like dark elves. We were talking in chat earlier. Dark elves with Glorial. Glorial's one hundred and fifty. That's your one million build dark elf team and Glorial, and an extra reroll for twelve hundred k. Um, like that's yeah. I mean, so so the star player is included in your eleven players. Wow. So um, it's not in addition to. So you've got a little bit of extra flex there as well in terms of, you know, you can drop something to get that extra bit of cash for 
maybe a slightly different star player. Um, it's going like to be that. an interesting one. I'm really excited for it. Um, I will be going I think to I'm this. Gonna... I will be going to this. Hey, you're coming, are you? Brilliant. I've, yeah, I've got the time um, booked off. Tiff's uh, are very aware I'm going to be disappearing. Wicked. Well, I'll, I'll say it now. If anyone else wants to come, I believe there's still tickets available. You can go and find that on Facebook. It's being need run to, by a uh, really nice guy called Rob. Yeah. What was yeah. the date again, Milton? Sorry? What was the date again? It's the 24th of July, so... Uh, Three weeks after the month ball. away. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. I will, I'll need to check to see if I'm about. But um, um, if I'm about, I'll be up for it. Dude, yeah, if you're up for it, let's go good. for a convoy. Let's invade the island. Um, <laughs> yeah. Get the wobble shirts So, out. um... <laughs> yeah, and this is this is why I was talking about getting the skill rings because um, I'm going to need them for that escalation of the skills to know which. I assume um, you have to pre-plan them. Given blocks to. I assume you have to pre-plan them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I assume so. Um, but I think, do you know what? I've, I've thought about it, and I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to carry my uh, bonehead ball roster up into it. Change it up a little bit because I've got that extra 100k to play with. Uh, maybe grab myself another reroll. Um, I think I. Yeah, did I make a roster for it? Dude, no, if you can fit yet. 1200 in, I mean, you can get the troll in there. I know the troll is 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 subpar, but strength five. Yeah, multi-blow. I can. I haven't I haven't quite played with a list yet, so it'll be interesting yeah. to see what I can come up with. Oh, but I'm yeah, no. I'm. Tempted to take my uh, helmet wolf star again. Yeah, and I, I mean really he's like a chainsaw. He's, he's the, great. the cheapest star player now, I think. So yeah, that's I think that's and what he's we're for all see. teams, isn't he? Uh, yeah, how much is helmet? Uh, how much is he? Twenty. One hundred and forty. One hundred and forty. Yeah, I think he might be the cheapest star player. Gloriel's one hundred and fifty. Willow's one hundred and fifty. Um, Rumble. He's all teams. This helmet, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's cool to go. I do like um, the forcing a player to use a star, forcing teams to use star players. I think it's it's a cool way to get them on the pitch and kind of giving them that extra bit of cash to do it with is is pretty useful. Um, scroll, how much oh. is scroll? One hundred and fifty. You know what, Ben? Yeah, I've just made a quick roster, and what? you're right. Troll. If I swap the thrower out for another lineman, I can take the troll and. It- with my bonehead roster, and it puts me at one one nine five. Yeah, man, I just you're just getting free roll to troll on top of your bonehead ball roster. That's yeah, basically that's that's not bad, man. That's not bad at all. I think this could no, be a um, Griff Cheney and Hackflem showdown. It could be. It um, could be. I'm going to contemplate an ogre roster for this because if I can get all six ogres and Grack and Crumbleberry. I'm just going to have a great day. Or Snotlings with Grack. Uh, And Hack Flem. And and a wizard. I imagine wizards aren't loud. But just because Snotlings are a bargain. Absolute bargain basement value. Oh, it's so exciting to be building these rosters, man. This is dangerous. This is dangerous. I like. I know, it. like the second I saw the tournament come up on like the feed, I was like, nope, I'm going to that. That yeah. sounds awesome. Absolutely. I need to drop a proper <laughs> message to book up the ticket. If I can go, I think I'll take do the same thing as Milton. I think I'll take the goblins and just upgrade them for a hundred k and see what I can get. Yeah. Hmm. And you know what? Goblins. Goblins. Something goblins, uh, Rich goblins. has been doing is he's been doing narrative for his team, and I'd quite like to do that with the tournaments for my uh, my orcs. Yes, I might might consider that. 
scroll run below. Who can goblins take that's useful? Um, <laughs> you know what, dude, you might be able to do. How much is a troll? Trolls are 115, aren't they? Yeah. So you get an extra 100. It might be worth upping the troll to Grack and Crumbleberry. Uh, How much is Grack and Crumbleberry? 250. So you'd have to find an extra 30k, yeah. but you get throw teammate and kick teammate in one go. He's got loan of four um, plus, which is not the same, but he comes with a free edge three plus um, sure hands piece. He's not bonehead, is he? Yeah, he is bonehead. Oh, Grack is bonehead. Yeah. He's not always hungry. No, so, no, it's just I mean, straight two plus do stuff. To be to be honest, I could drop a troll and a goblin and replace them with Grack and Crumbleberry. And you got yeah, basically I, the I same build. I... You're just leveling it up. Um, yeah, might be, uh, might be, uh, might be, be cool. Like, be just just giving a goblin short hands for free, and then upgrading the troll so that he's not really stupid, not always hungry. Basically, he yeah. loses projectile vomit, but I can't see myself using that ever. Nah, no. And you actually save a skill there as well, although you you won't get yes. skills. So your first skill could be block on one guy. I don't know, just yeah. an idea. I mean, obviously, the right thing I, to do I mean, is take Hackflem. Um, if I if I do this, I then need to buy <laughs> Crumbleberry and paint them. Which is the, the other problem. is why I don't play stars, because I don't have stars. Are your oh, trolls identical? Uh, no, I'm using the willy ones, so they're two different trolls. One of those trolls, trolls, you one. One yeah. of those trolls gets a, a red ring and or gets a gold ring around its base, and that is Grack. True. Job done. Anyway, there's, there's a load of cool stuff. So, guys, let us know what tournaments you are going to, you're coming up to. Um, Bono Bowl is completely sold out. We're going to try and sneak a tournament in later this year in Toyment if we can. It depends. The gaming scene is just going booming at the moment, which is awesome. Like It's great to see. Um, maybe on Monday, the country will say it's fine not to social distance anymore and we can go up from 24 to 36 seats or something like that. If we can, then I imagine we'll get a bunch of people who are looking to come along. So if that is the case, we'll be putting that straight up because more Blood Bowl is more better. Um, but if you are itching to come to a bonehead tournament, we've got two in one weekend in february which is the uh the beachhead bowl where there's 11s on the saturday sevens on the sunday and it's kind of interlinked we're all gonna go out for dinner and drinks on the saturday night in bournemouth and it's going to be a awesome celebration of blood bowl so tickets are available on the entoyment website and it happens to be a wicked games convention as well so it's just it's just something i cannot wait for it's just going to be so much fun so if you're coming down please come down for that um if not keep an eye out for uh bonehead bowl tickets if we are allowed to up the numbers but who knows who knows anymore but guys i think i think we should probably wrap this one up now so that you well not sam sam has to stay awake for about another 12 hours um but uh yeah i imagine that i imagine that it's not the case for for milton and i probably have more sp spiders to slay and um some electrics to do apparently because of you know ghosts so i uh, just want to say a big thank you to all the patrons that have joined us for tonight for a chat it's been wicked to do i've really loved it and i think we'll do that more often because it's been great fun and i can fix the blooming chat window sam and milton thank you so much for coming on the show um for putting in that i know a lot of hard work and effort has gone into and sacrifice into playing blood bowl 3 
um, to get a good idea. Yeah, a <laughs> but uh, it's been wicked having you guys on. I'd love to have you back again soon. But thank yeah, you thanks for having us. Thank yeah, you for hanging out. Thanks for having us. Well. Ah, it's been great fun. Right, guys, thank you ever so much for joining us. We are going to disappear. Take care of yourselves. Stay safe. Enjoy Blood Bowl and happy blocking. <laughs>